Hello, and welcome to Mouse Rants. My name is Patrick, and I'll be your chief flight attendant today. You'll be boarding the podcast in just a few minutes, but first I'd like to acquaint you with some important legal information. In a moment, the theme song will start playing. Please keep your headphones on and supply yourself with a Guinness or whiskey on the rocks. The following show contains language and discussions that are adult in nature. Soon you will be airborne, so if you find this inappropriate for you or your smaller aviators, you might want to wait for your party at the arrival gate. Okay, let's review. That's podcast, Guinness, whiskey, fear of language, keep your headphones on at all times, and anything else? Oh yeah, have a nice flight. Today's onboard feature will be Mouse Rants. Welcome to Mouse Rants, episode one one. Eleven. Yeah, well that's one and one. Two ones together making the number eleven. In German it's elf. Elf? Elf. I thought it would... What? 11. 11 is elf. Wait. Elf? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, elf. It's very weird for a Latina like yourself. Oh, well, I'm, I'm very uh, worldly. Ah, At right. least I try to be. Fair enough. Um, so, yeah. Episode 11. That's nice. Yeah, that's nice. What's going on with you today? You know, the huge. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like, did some deliveries, because, you know, I'm a, I'm a working woman. You're a pizza delivery girl? I'm a pizza delivery girl. How often do you, like, show up at a place, and they're like, the guys are like, hey, I'll tip you with my dick. And then you're like, no, give me money. And then they give you money, because freaking, like, I won't give them their pizza. Does that happen? No. Nobody, I don't know. Nobody tries to tip you with their dick? No. Why not? I don't know, because I'm not a pizza delivery person. You just said you were. I never said that I was delivering pizzas. Oh. Well, you said you were delivering stuff. Are you... <sighs> I wasn't delivering. Oh, you're delivering food. tacos. Yes, I'm delivering tacos instead of the mail. What happens if you deliver the mail instead of the tacos? I guess people would probably be happier with the, uh, the mail over the tacos. Though I would possibly prefer the tacos. Some days you just would ha- rather have a good taco in your mailbox. Yeah, but if you don't pay the bills, that then you get your like electric shut off and shit. So today is like World AIDS Day. So are we trying to give people AIDS this time? I'm not quite sure. I, I don't know why, why it's, it's World AIDS Day. Do people get AIDS on, on this day? Hmm. Like, is this like about like, you know, let's share the AIDS. Sucks. I mean, so like, there is a huge possibility that someone is going to share their AIDS with you. Well, that sucks. It's kind of like cabin fever. Like the movie Cabin Fever? Like the movie Cabin Eli Fever. Eli Roth's Cabin Fever? Yes, Eli Roth's. Well, how is it like that? I don't know. Didn't like one person touch somebody and they got whatever they had? 
Yeah, but you can't give AIDS to someone just by touching them. Yeah, that's true. They were. It was all in the water. Oh crap! Remember when Ryder Strong fell into the water and he oh, was like, yeah. "Well, I'm infected." That sucks. Yep. Water is so scary. Water is scary. Yeah, I don't know if I'm a fan of water. Let's make a horror movie where like the water is the villain, but like not in the way that Cabin Fever is. It literally is just like a giant like ocean comes to life and starts killing people. Oh my god, you should do that. Could be better than Sharknado. It could be. Oh my God! Someone's gonna steal this idea. It could just be called surfing. Water's already dangerous. So I Water's mean, you're already really, dangerous. You don't have to do much. I mean, you go into the ocean and you can die in numerous amount of ways. Oh yeah, that's true. That like sucks. drowning, getting hit by things, getting stung by jellyfish, sharks, stingrays, stingrays through the heart. It sucks. There's plenty of ways to die in the ocean, so that's that's terrible. Yeah, so that's basically it's it's not even like a horror movie. It's just called a National Geographic. <laughs> it's like water. Nat yeah. Geo water. Nat Geo water. Water. Imagine like people like make their profile pictures uh just water, and that's like evil. Like people were putting up pictures of like Sharknado like, oh, on their uh, cover photos and stuff like that in profile pictures. How about this AIDS NATO? It's horrible. It's just a tornado of AIDS flying everywhere. Ugh. <laughs> that's, that's better than Sharknado. I guess. AIDS NATO! AIDS NATO! Does it have like a like a villainy song? Like a villainy theme song? Uh, AIDS NATO! AIDS NATO! AIDS is coming for you in tornado form. Oh, that's pretty good. That was pretty catchy. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. I, I liked it. I I must admit it was pretty good. <laughs> Sounded more like the like the Transformers theme song or something. It's NATO. Wait, that's like the the TV show theme song rather, because like a movie theme song would be more epic. This is more like if it was a series. Yeah, it's like a mini series. AIDS NATO. Oh yeah, I like it. I like that it's a mini series. You put it on during Shark Week. Okay, that sounds good. <laughs> I think people will watch it. I think it would have a cult following. Yeah. It'll be like, the, you know, we'll, we'll market it as like the next Sharknado, but it won't be because there'll be no sharks in it. Even though it's on Shark Week, it'll just be flying AIDS. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm, uh, God. But yeah. A National AIDS Day. Yay. AIDS Yay. Day. Yay. It's been going on around here. Oh, Ugh. you saw the, uh, the Star Wars trailer? Yes. Frickin', so it was released in two theaters in New York Friday, um, and then it didn't fucking matter. <laughs> it didn't matter because it was already, like, they, shown, like, on the internet. They released it on, even though they said they were going to keep it under wraps, people were pissed because they couldn't get out to the theaters. They're like, well, I don't get, I can't go. Well, you know what? Then you fucking have to wait a month. So what? Like, this is how it used to be. You didn't used to just get it, like, right away. People are fucking annoying the shit out of me lately because I was so excited to go to the movie theater and fucking see the Star Wars trailer before anybody else. Well, or, you know, and it's, I wasn't able to. I, I just ended up staying home and watching it on the fucking computer because that's what everyone else already did. And it sucked. I didn't I was like, I didn't feel special anymore. Well, that's like the world that we live in now, like where people want instant gratification, which pisses me off. I don't. People can't like wait for stuff. It's just like. Give me stuff. Yeah. I can't go to the movies on Friday because I have to go shopping. Well, guess what? You went fucking shopping. I went to the fucking Star Wars trailer. 
Yeah. I mean, so what? You can see it next month. It's going to be out again. You can't have if it If you all. don't want to see it now, then okay, fine. Don't see it now. Like, if, if are they going to push back the release if someone was like, wait, wait, I, I need to go on opening day of, of, of Star Wars Episode Seven, uh, but but opening day happens to be a day that I work and I want to be the first one online, so can you make it on a Saturday instead? Ugh. I mean, are they going to push it to a Saturday? No, they're not going to no. fucking push it to a Saturday. So why fucking put it online? Uh, are they going to put the movie online the day that it comes out? Well, let's just put it online so everyone can fucking see it at the same time. <sighs> well, fucking who gives a shit what people want? Yeah, don't. Yeah, people need to be smacked. It's, it's a great idea to do this. Put the trailer out one day at the beginning of every movie in select theaters for no reason. Just throw it at the beginning of every movie well, and then take it right back out the next day. Well, it's like, uh, uh, what's the word? Um, like Black Friday. It's like a Black Friday special. It was, but then they fucked it up. Yeah. So I ended up going to the movies the next day to see Birdman, um, which is what I was going to see that day, but I was going to go alone, which I didn't, you know, now I got to go with someone else. So Ooh, that was cool. Birdman. Birdman. Yeah. And by the way, this has nothing to do with anything, but that movie was phenomenal. It's probably going to win awards. It should. It was great. I will see it again. Believe me. Um, but the Star Wars trailer, uh, what did you think of it? Uh, I'm not as huge of a Star Wars nerd as you are, but I thought it looked pretty cool. Uh, I like that there was a black guy. Uh, and that was that weird droid. I can't tell what that is, what kind of droid that is. It's, it's somebody's droid. Maybe it's that chick's droid. Oh, yeah, the chick who kind of like looks like Natalie Portman. Yeah. And so I was like, wait, is that Natalie Portman? And I'm like, no, she's, she's dead. So, so far they showed... Um, a black guy and a chick and a white guy, so diverse so far, yeah. right? That was there any and a droid. So was there and was there any other anybody else besides the the masked man who we don't know his ethnicity? Ooh. The Sith. Um. That was it, right? Yeah, there were there all was those. The, uh, there was the guy in the troopers. new X-wing, which looks great. Yeah. The stormtroopers all wore masks, so we couldn't tell what ethnicity they were. Yeah. So so far, we got a pretty uh, uh good cast here. Yeah. We got, we got a black guy, a girl. And, uh, you know, things that that usually in a Star Wars movie are peripherals. Yeah. <laughs> you got Leia, who doesn't do anything, right? Queen Amidala, who just bitches and freaking, like, you know, stays home while Anakin does all the fighting. Yeah. And then, you know, dies of a broken heart. Spoiler Aww. alert. <laughs> and, um, um, and Lando and Mace Windu. And Mace Windu, like, he gets a badass moment, but then he dies. So it doesn't even matter. Aww. I guess he gets the badass moment in Geonesia where he does kill Jango Fett in the mm. second movie. I mean, in episode two. I don't remember. In the in the arena, the big arena where the, they're fighting, the Geonesian arena. No. Yeah, I know. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I, he has I don't a big fight happened. scene there. Like, ah. like it's, he's not the only one fighting though, so it's not like all eyes on him. But he does kill Jango Fett, oh, and then Boba, like you snap. know, is gonna get his revenge. But apparently, not on freaking Mace Windu because Mace Windu gets his fucking thrown out the window. Oh, poor Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, you know, peripheral. I don't really, I mean, he didn't really have a, a storyline, Mace. You know what I mean? And yeah. and Lando Calrissian did have more of a storyline, but he was an asshole. Mm. He was a, a fucking scoundrel. He was a piece of shit. And then he ended up uh, doing Cult 45 commercials. He did. And Cult 45, Cult 45. tastes like shit. It's like Natty Ice. It's, it's worse than Natty Ice, I think. But but he was so smooth in the he was smooth like in the uh, the commercials. It was like Colt forty five. Colt forty five. And yeah, I mean, any other female characters? I mean, again, Leia like was there and she was doing a lot of stuff. But what did she do? She never fought anybody. No. 
She was just a diplomat, so okay, that's nice. Are there any Asians? Yes, but you didn't see that they were Asian. Wait, which one? The, ne the Nemoidians in episode one. Ooh, is it legal? Oh, the, wait, the, Yoda, the biggest Asian of them all. But Yoda himself is not Asian. He's played by Frank Oz. Yeah, but like, you know, he's obviously like a little wise Asian man. <laughs> no, but but you remember the the, the little the big, tall Nemoidians? They're like, oh, is it illegal? They were just Japanese. Oh, yeah, yeah, they it was just great. Japanese. It was the most racist thing ever. Yeah, that's pretty racist. <laughs> oh, the Jedi. Oh. oh. Um, in terms of this trailer, so uh, besides the diversity, I don't know. Something about the way the stormtroopers were and the way that it was filmed reminded me of like one of those military movies where they're going to like jump out of a plane. You know what I mean? Just that that one shot of the the stormtroopers all in the cart like in the plane like Oh yeah, or like be deployed. It, it was a little bit like Top Gun when he was in the uh the uh the okay. thing. Oh, I mean I wouldn't have gone to Top Gun, but okay. Yeah. I don't usually go towards a Tom Cruise movie. It's not no. usually my my no. way, but okay, especially a very gay Tom Cruise movie. What's wrong with Top Gun? Have you heard some of the dialogue? No, I don't remember. Um, what else did I see? Oh, the Millennium Falcon makes its triumphant return. Very excited about that. I'm extremely excited about that. Who's flying the bucket of bolts? A? I don't know. I thought you were saying A as in like A. No. <laughs> Yoda. B. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Garrison. <laughs> See, it's a 1979 Denver Broncos. <laughs> anybody get that reference anymore? Does anybody remember old South Park? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was great. Um, anyway, no. Um, what was I saying? You're talking about the uh, who's who's driving that that. Oh thing, yeah. Eh? Um, no, no, no. I was gonna say, do you think it's gonna be Han Solo 30 years later? Oh, maybe. Or do you think that it's going to be Lando Calrissian? Oh, snap. It could be either one. Or did okay. it get stolen? Ooh, that could have happened. Yeah, could have. Wait, aren't they all, like, coming back? Yeah, well, we don't know in what capacity, so. Wait, do we know if Billy D. Williams is in it? I don't think Billy D. Williams is in it. So not? I guess we're we're pretty sure that it's not Lando. Aww. I remember hearing him in an interview saying that he wasn't asked to be in the new Star Wars movie. Oh, that's so sad. I could be wrong, though. I could be wrong. I remember him saying that for some reason. Aww. That could have also been before he was asked. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, that would be nice. Billy D. Williams. See him come back again as Lando. Lando. There was a little bit of lens flare. Oh, you love lens flare. Not really, but it was there. It's a staple of a J.J. Abrams sci-fi movie. Like, why, why, why is Lens Flare so cool? Why does he like uh, um, Lens Flare? You might want to ask him. I'm sure somebody already has. We can look up an interview and see what he says. I'd be like, oh, hey, J.J., can you please like tell us why you like Lens Flare? Uh, the other thing was, the, of course, the Sith. Now, the Sith, Ooh. there's been some controversy going around the, uh, the multiverse right now. Because people don't like his like little sword people saber. I hate the sword. I love the sword. I thought that shit was badass. But people are like, well, it's going to do more damage to the person holding it than it is the person fighting. How is it going to even be able to... Well, it's not it's meant to attack. It's meant for defense. Like if someone comes and like tries to hit you with the lightsaber, there's an extra line of defense over your arm. Mm. So like he tries to hit you and cling, too fucking bad. You got saber. That's so. Right. I mean, of course, it can easily do damage to yourself. You, you flick your wrist the wrong way. But if you're a Sith or a Jedi, that shouldn't be a problem. Oh, yeah. Because they are able to handle that weapon just like as well as uh, Pee Wee Herman's able to handle his penis. That's right. 
Paul. Very well. Yes. That would be the answer. Very, very well. Yeah, I thought it would look pretty cool. It was like, ooh, what is that? It looks so like prehistoric or something like that. So do you think that's a flashback? What do you mean? I don't know. Do you think that that's like, it's a flashback to No, I think else? it's new technology. Oh, new because technology. Because remember, Jedis and Sith make their own blades. So he created that shit. He was like, fuck this shit. Now, we don't even know if that... I mean, I'm assuming it's the apprentice and not the master. Master mm. usually has, like, the force lightning, but we don't know. Force lightning? What was that, Thundercats or something? No, that was like, uh, that was like uh, Crossfire. Oh, Crossfire! Don't get caught in the... Crossfire! Yeah, you love Crossfire. I don't think I've ever played Crossfire, but that commercial played all the fucking time when we were kids. Isn't it, like, fun or something like that, like Crossfire? I'm, sh I'm sure it is. I think you just shoot each other and shit. Freaking, you, you don't get caught in the Crossfire. Crossfire! But it's also a board game. Oh, so what the hell? Like, So how the hell do you play a board game where you don't shoot each other? You, you do shoot each other, oh, I think. Okay. I don't know. I think it's crazy. Oh, I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't know how it works. But I definitely want to play it now. Let's go get. Let's go fucking buy Crossfire. I'm sure we can find it oh, somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe eBay. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. go <laughs> let's go buy Crossfire. You can probably buy it for like five bucks. Maybe. Maybe. Um, I did really enjoy this teaser. I thought it was good. I thought it was done well, and I thought it showed just enough. We got a little bit of, I believe, Tatooine. I'm assuming. Oh, Desert yeah. Planet has. I mean, it doesn't have to be Tatooine, but it looks like it's Tatooine. Tatooine. Don't get caught on. Yeah. Tatooine! Because the huts control it. Aww. <laughs> Fucking huts. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, so that's good. So, yay. Thumbs yay, up to the Star Wars trailer. Thumbs up. And and, like, do people, like, didn't they already make, like, uh, like parodies of it or something like that? Yes, but I didn't watch them. I think they did a Disney one, too, which I would have liked to play on the show today because it would have been fresh. But setting that shit up is just takes too long, especially just for one clip. Yeah, it's pretty so, much a big pain in the ass. Yeah, for one clip, not worth it. Maybe we'll do it. One, you know, I think it's best to either relay news or review stuff way after it's already old already. Yeah. Because then, you know, no one gives a shit about you. What do you mean, no one gives a shit about you? Because <laughs> you're not relevant. Because you're like, hey, I'm going to do something after everyone else does it. Oh, yeah. I like that better. Yeah. Just not being relevant. You like not being relevant? I'm so No! I wish we played it today! Oh, I love being not relevant. Do you want me to go find it <laughs> No, no, no. We, so we, I, we, we don't have time for that shit. No, we don't have time for that shit. I can't wait to see uh, what they have next. I know they're... I think they're releasing... I'm not sure if it's the same teaser or a new trailer before, I think, The Hobbit when it comes out. Ooh, The Hobbit. Yeah, which I will definitely be seeing anyway, so... It's the last one, right? The it last is, Hobbit. It is the last one, but who the fuck knows? Maybe he'll create more somehow. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's like Star Wars, how they, like, you know, created more. Yes. <laughs> yeah, didn't we go see episode three, like, whatever, however many years ago when it first came out? I've seen every one of them in the theater. Oh, really? Were, well, I saw the re-releases. I saw Empire Strikes Back in California with California. my sister. California. Where in California? My sister used to live in Culver City. And oh. so I went there to visit, and we uh, saw Empire Strikes Back when it was re-released. Oh. This was before... They, they, you know, the episode one came out. They re-released all three of them. Okay. So, it was cool. I, I was like, fuck, I'm seeing Empire Strikes Back on a huge screen. This is great. 
That's like all those people who went to those Harry Potter thons. Like they would go uh, whenever the new Harry Potter would come out, they would have a marathon of Harry Potters. Why are you looking at me like that? I did not because go. Because you to ruined them. the entire. We talk about Star Wars, and you brought up shit. Well, like, because my friends would go and see that shit. I, I didn't watch that. Uh, we're probably just lost all of our Harry Potter fans right now. Well, good. Fucking go to Universal, assholes. Oh, this wow. is not your Universal podcast. It's a Disney podcast. You want to talk about Harry Potter? Go suck each other's dick somewhere else. Okay. You can suck each other's dick here if you want to talk about Star Wars. Yes. In Disney. Yeah. The Disney-owned products. For now. Yeah. 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 So I wonder if they're gonna sell like start selling those uh, lightsabers with the uh, the things on it. Why, why would you even question that? Yes, they are. <laughs> you think they're not gonna merchandise something that's brand new? They're gonna merchandise the fuck out of it. All right. So what? So what else is going on? Oh, fucking yeah. So we get a letter in the mail saying that the yacht club where we were staying, club level, um, is going to be renovated. Not just the yacht club. It's specifically it's the pool oh that's what i meant yes the pool at the yacht club i thought i said that i apologize the pool at the yacht club is going to be renovated which sucks because we were uh, choosing between the yacht club club level and the boardwalk club level lagoon view which were very similar prices um and we ended up choosing the yacht club because we were like, well, you get the storm along bay. And, yeah. you know, and that's uh, that fucking lazy river and whatever, and that's great. Yeah, and then, like, they're like, oh, too bad. Yeah, we're going to be renovating the pool. The pool's still open, but parts of the pool aren't, especially the slide and this and that, whatever. Well, first of all, I don't want to look out of my goddamn fucking window and see construction. That's no. why I'm not staying at the poly, which would have been a great idea to stay at the poly, but, you know, can't do that. No, especially because it's like a huge construction zone. I like the fact that they even like charge money to stay there is ridiculous. It should be a, a price of a moderate. I wouldn't say a value because you're still getting your amenities, even though the view sucks. But it should be the price of a moderate. It should be the price of um, Fort Wilderness. Yeah. You know, I think that's fair. You yeah. know, but it's not. They're still charging deluxe ass prices and more than fucking AKL too. Yeah, AKL is still the cheapest. Yeah. Um, but what was I say? Oh yeah. So freaking. so now we, we went to go stay at the, um, boardwalk, the, our second choice, which was the lagoon view and it's gone. Yeah. This is what happens when they tell you it's so fucking close to your trip. But why didn't they tell us earlier? Like two months before it's freaking BS. Yeah. It's clearly fucking bullshit. So we ended up getting the, the garden suite, which has a terrible view, AKA no view. So just anybody going to Yacht Club in the next few months or even more than that, they're renovating the pool and they may not, might not have told you yet. Yeah, so it's fucked up. So keep that in mind. Since now we're going to the Boardwalk, I want to talk about the new restaurant that's coming to Boardwalk, which I now have reservations for. Woohoo! Yeah, yeah, we're going to try it out. Now, um, the photos, and we'll, get, we'll go into a little bit of detail in a second, but the photos on the website um, look awful. Like, oh, really? they look like they're, it's like microwave meals. <laughs> but, um, but I, I think that, I, that that's not really going to be what the food looks like. Oh, really? Yeah, I have a feeling because of, of what it, well, I want to read the, uh, from AJ's blog, from Disney food blog. Yeah, I w always wanted to try, um, the Cuisina, because, you know, Kat Cora, that's her restaurant, and she's an Iron Chef and all that stuff, but, you know, it's closing. It sucks. Yeah. Wasn't it there for like a little while though? Like how long was it? It there wasn't for? there for that long. Um, oh. I think it was built like I'm gonna guess 09, maybe 08. Okay, so but I never yeah, got to go. it had a good like you know few years. 
Yeah, well, you know, most restaurants stay a lot longer than a few years, so... Well, some restaurants only stay one year, so... Like what? Yeah. I don't know, a lot of restaurants. A lot of restaurants close. You're talking about Disney? No, in general. Oh, well, yeah, but I mean, Disney, usually they stay a little oh, longer. Oh, yeah, well... So, Trattoria El Forno will join other eateries at the Deluxe Hotel and Entertainment District, blah, 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 open in December. Okay. The menu will feature Italian fare with an emphasis on regional specialties and classic preparations. Many ingredients will actually be made from scratch in-house. I like that. Ooh. That, that, that rel- takes out the uh, microwave idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, we can't wait, this is her, her opinion, to try the freshly handcrafted mozzarella and the house-made cavatelli. Uh, the restaurant will also have wood-burning ovens, and they'll put them to good use making, you guessed it, Neapolitan-style pizza. Um, and then she says, will it be like Viennapoli meets Boardwalk? Sounds good to me. Okay, that was, again, just her opinion. Um, but they aren't stopping there. Eating through Trattoria Al Forno's menu. Trattoria. Is it Trattoria? Trattoria. Trattoria. It's yeah, I thought it was Trattoria. I didn't think it was Trattoria. Trattoria Al Forno. Pasta. Ugh. Um, we'll be t- like taking a culinary tour across Italy. Guests can choose from a bolognese made with braised beef, inspired by the dishes of Bologna. Bologna. If you're looking for, or the dishes of bologna, which would be bologna. disgusting. Ew. <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> if you're looking for a rich dish, you may want to try the tagliatelle carbon- carbonara. Like G L is pronounced Y. Tagliatelle. Tagliatelle carbonara. Mamma mia. Mamma mia. What's the pizza? From Rome, pork chops prepared in the style of Milan will be another menu item. But those looking for more familiar Italian dishes will also find favorites like chicken parmesan. Um, I'm also seriously excited about um, that they'll feature seasonal risottos. Ooh. I, I'm happy with that because it reminds me of Hell's Kitchen. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where can I get... Organic mushrooms for my risotto. If anybody can tell me what that's from, you will win nothing, but you will get a you will um, get my congratulations and a shout out on Twitter. Yeah. And probably on the show. So write in with what that was from. You can say the quote again. Where can I find organic mushrooms for my risotto? You know that you're gonna look it up on Google, right? Ah, sure. that sucks. <laughs> I hate this fucking world. God damn it. Um, the wine list also promises to be something special as the restaurant will source only Italian wines. Which I, I like that because it reminds me of World Showcase. Yeah. Even though it's only like five seconds away from World Showcase. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. still cool. Um, with more than 60 wines available by the bottle and over 25 by the glass, wine lovers will have lots to choose from. The beverage menu will also include an assor- assortment of cocktails, Italian beers, and sodas. Can we hope for aqua frescas? Because that would be awesome. Expect to see a custom blended coffee created just for Trattoria Alfarno, too. I'm excited about that. Nice Italian Ooh. coffee. Um, and so here's some other menu items that they know about. So I'm just going to read these real quick. Uh, antipasti, including Italian meats, olives, and caponata. Uh, shrimp with garlic, capers, and anchovy butter served with polenta. Uh, whole roasted fish, roasted vegetables, baked lasagna. Grilled steak. Slow-cooked lamb shake with polenta. Eggplant rollatini. Ruffled campanella pasta with green beans, roasted potatoes, and Genovese pesto. And desserts such as tiramisu. Lemon panna cotta with almond crunch and berries. Gelato. Bamboli, bamboloni, which is Italian donut hole, so basically right. Italian munchkins, with dark chocolate and vanilla gelato. 
dark chocolate gelato, or is it dark chocolate? I'm not sure if it's with dark chocolate drizzled on it and vanilla gelato on the side, or if it's like a mixture of dark chocolate and vanilla gelato. Mm. The way it's written is, is deceiving. Um, it says, while there's no word yet on when Disney will begin accepting advanced dining reservations, guess what? We already have them. <laughs> but this also, this, this is, let's see when this was from, does it say? Yeah, July. So oh, this yeah. is an old story, but you know what? I didn't talk about it yet, so fuck, whatever. It's new to us. New to us, and I'm fucking going. It's not open yet, so it's not like I'm fucking, you know, saying something that everyone knew already. Yeah. It's brand new, and I'm going to review it because we're going to be going uh, fairly soon. Um, so yeah, so I just wanted to talk about that real quick. I'm I'm kind of excited. How do you feel about this? I'm very excited. I'm really not a huge uh, pizza person, but I mean, that sounds absolutely delicioso. Well, pizza is only a small thing Italian, on the menu. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot of different foods they on that like, menu. Yeah, I know. Like, I like the uh, the whole, like, anchovy butter with, like, polenta or whatever and shrimp. Mmm, right. does that sound good to you? Sounds as good as Neilbog. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's eating her, and now he's going to eat me. Oh my God, was that the correct? I forgot. Yeah, that was the right words, but it was more like he's eating her, and next he's going to eat me, or is it she's going to eat me? Oh my God! <laughs> that guy kind of looked like somebody who would have uh, created a video game if he lived to create a video game. He didn't. He had the look <laughs> of a video game creator. So yeah, so that's that. Anything else you want to talk about before we get to the topic? Uh, nope. I'm just excited to eat there. Me too. Yummy, yummy. I'm excited. I, I don't really understand the pictures on Disney, uh, DisneyWorld.com or .go.com, .go.go.go.com, whatever the fuck. I don't know why it has to be so complicated. Why can't it just be DisneyWorld.com? Because they like to make it more complicated. Otherwise, it's boring. Yeah, well. Um, the pictures look, look just really disgusting, but I, based on what they're saying about it being handmade, handcrafted, I can't imagine that it would actually look that way. So that must be stock fo uh, photos from some other restaurant or just random Italian food, you know, because the restaurant's not there yet, so they don't have any real pictures, I assume. Well, the pictures that uh that that she put up, it says that she's hoping that uh the pizza is gonna be like the four cheese pizza at Vianopoli. I'm not talking about the, on her site. I said on DisneyWorld.com. Oh, they, on her site is—it's clearly not the—you know—that's the Viennapoli picture. Oh, is it really that bad? Does it really look that bad? Pull it up. I don't know if it would help. I'm gonna pull it up. Yeah, is just that the Google it. Just type the in So I pulled up the pictures. They don't look very good. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. It must be—it it must be stock photos or footage from something. Right? I mean, it, it looks like garbage. Right? There's no way that that's really what they're going to have there. Yeah, it just doesn't look appetizing at all. Especially, like, I mean, if... Ew, what the frick is this? It's like this ball on top of two cheese things. It just looks awful. Like, ugh, what is this? There's, like, a pile of peppers and some prosciutto. And they're calling this a meal. Okay, it doesn't look appetizing. <laughs> uh, what else? It looks like a, like a slice of lasagna that's pie-shaped. And then they have this horrible-looking 
chicken parm. That That's does the not top, look, right? The chicken parm. It does not look fresh at all. <laughs> it just looks like a microwave meal. That's what I'm saying. I don't think that that's actually the restaurant. I really don't. Because why would they put that? I don't even know why they put that up in the first place. Oh, but they're open for breakfast. I wonder what the fuck they would have for breakfast. I don't know. Well, we don't have breakfast reservations there, so. Yeah, we should get breakfast reservations eh, in. Maybe not. I don't know you what the menu's going to be like. You don't want an Italian breakfast? Yeah, well, we'll see after December. Once it opens. Well, maybe they'll end up having, like, prosciutto. You know, like, in, in, uh, in Europe, they have lots of uh, cold cuts and stuff like that as your breakfast. I hate Europe. Why? You, you get I want cheeses. fucking pancakes. You eat cheeses and cold cuts. Y'all want some pancakes? Yeah, like, uh, Europeans don't eat that stuff. Europeans are retarded. Who can't eat Who wouldn't fucking want a pancake? Well, but they they eat Nutella. What about what about British people? British people. I Do British know. people like like a waffle? Uh, I don't know. I know German not. Belgian people like a waffle. Oh, let's. Oh yeah, that's true. And they're European. And French people like crepes. And they're European. That's that's already pancakes and waffles. Pancakes and waffles. Pancakes and waffles. Oh, by the way, speaking of. Here's a first look at breakfast menu for new Trattoria El Forno opening in December in Disney's Boardwalk. Waffles with espresso mascarpone cream. Mm. That sounds awesome for somebody who wants cheese on their waffles. Yummy. Poached eggs with fennel sausage. That sounds awesome for someone who doesn't like their who likes their egg disgusting. I love poached. I hate poached. <laughs> uh, Parmesan and tomato gravy over soft polenta. Doesn't sound like breakfast. That, I think that's probably a side dish. The breakfast menu of the new Trattoria El Forno offers right. American favorites along with some classic Italian tastes. Opening day is December 18th. Let's see. Oh, fresh ingredients are key, says Chef D. Fandukas. That sounds Greek. You can get a classic American breakfast with bacon and eggs, but we wanted to offer some Italian taste too. Like the frittata and the scrambled eggs with fresh mozzarella. Aren't frittatas normal everywhere? Including America? Yeah, that's true. But, you know, apparently, well, frittata definitely looks like a. sounds like an Italian word. And the scrambled eggs with the fresh mozzarella, uh, tomatoes, and basil. Basil. Ba- basil. I and, know and it's basil, but I ba- wanted to say that. Basil of Baker Street? No, yes. but. The um, uh, that sounds great except for the tomatoes. I would totally eat it without the tomatoes. Without, yeah, I want to eat it with tomatoes. Our favorite is the cured Italian meats with tomatoes, hard-boiled egg, and cheese with fonduta, a warm cheesy sauce for dipping bread. Hmm. Okay. And uh, the spacious, family-friendly dining room right. is inspired by farms in the Italian countryside. With a big open kitchen and the smell of wood burning in the oven. It's a terrific spot to fuel up for a day in the theme parks. Trattoria al Forno will be open 7.30 to 11 a.m. for breakfast, 5 to 10 p.m. for dinner, and accepts the Disney dining plan. Well, we're eating at 9.55 p.m., so we're going to be the only ones in the restaurant. <laughs> uh, we might not be, though. We'll be like, well, you know what I mean. You know how it is to be those last people. They're going to try to be kicking us out and shit. They'll be like, ugh. Assholes. Fuck it, man. It's boardwalk. We can just go to, we can hang out as long as we want until we feel like leaving, and then we'll go to, uh, you know, jelly rolls. Yeah, jelly rolls, yeah. jelly rolls. Um, anyway. Um, but, and before we get to the topic, are you done with that, by yes, the way? Yes, I am done with that. I'm, I, I'm not so interested in eating breakfast there. There's a couple of things that sounded okay, but nothing that I really want to spend my money on. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's nothing that I would want to spend my money on either. I mean, the espresso mascarpone sounds up your alley, though. Yeah, it does. It's not my thing, so maybe you want to try that. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it sounds really espresso mascarpone. Like, that sounds amazing. So you never know, but I'm I'm not planning on going to breakfast this this uh, this trip. But you never know. Who knows what happens? Let's see what the reviews are like. If the reviews are amazing, I'll I'll think about it. Yes, so, think about it. Think about it. Um, I just also I just wanted to really quickly mention that we got like a shit ton of hate mail about um, an actual hate mail about how pissed people were that we played Nicole Westbrook's Thanksgiving song. <laughs> well, that song is, she is pretty awful. But come on, it was oh oh oh, it's Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Oh oh oh. I especially like the part where she just goes, "Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank Shut you." Up. That song is horrendous, and I played it because I figured people would laugh, but apparently people were just angry. So, um, fuck you, and I'm going to now play more annoying things for you guys. That's what happens when you complain. I think it's funny, and now you're going to be getting a, a lot of shit. I was doing some good stuff. I was playing some rock music. I was doing some parodies. Now you're going to get more more Nicole Westbrook-style music. Like, I didn't even know that that was her name. <laughs> Like, I only know it because I had to. I had to fucking find the song online. Like, has she done anything? But like, I mean, she wasn't as big as Rebecca Black. But what else no. is Rebecca? Rebecca. Rebecca. Rebecca Black. 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 Rebecca Black did one other song called like "My Memories" or something. Mm-hmm. Memories. Oh, didn't she do Saturday or something like that or Thursday? Oh, she. It's right. She did a Saturday song recently, and I did. I refused to listen to it. it I was didn't like, no. Do well. I don't think it did well. Because you know what, my favorite sequel. To Thanksgiving, I mean, it's Thanksgiving, and my favorite sequel to Thanksgiving is the Chinese food song. Oh yeah, the Chinese food, which I'll I'll definitely put on one week. <laughs> yeah, you know what? It'll be the week that we talk about uh, nine China, dragons. right? China Nine Dragons, whatever. Whenever we have that discussion, I'll put on the Chinese food song. <laughs> okay, that what? sounds good to me. Let's go to China. <laughs> but not today. Today we're actually moving a little bit away from the parks. Um, because we haven't done that yet. And as I said in the first episode, we're going to be talking about more than just the parks. I want to talk about Disney movies. But but this is Mouse Rants, and I want to fucking talk about specific Disney movies, Disney movies of the 2000s. So 2000 to 2009. Animated, because we don't have time to talk about everything. Yeah. And it has to have been released in the theaters. My favorite. (laughs) So... Usually, each decade has its hit or misses. The 2000s is pretty much the worst decade of Disney history. Also because they came out with a shitload of movies for fucking no reason. Mm, then none of them are memorable and just... I, I don't remember most of them, so... <laughs> I'm not even mentioning the Pixar movies, and there was a bunch of those, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. There were a bunch of Pixar movies, but we're not mentioning those. Right, because they were good, all yeah, of them. they were. So, um, you know, I just want to say that in, like... In the 70s, what was there, like five movies released in the 70s? Uh, Disney movies? Probably. Animated? Yeah. So these are all the animated movies released in the 2000s, and um, you'll see how much there are. And this is why a lot of them are shit. Now, I just want to say that Fantasia 2000 will not be discussed in this. Oh, why not? Because it came out December 17th, 1999. Oh, poopsicles. And I saw it the day it came out. Oh, yeah? Yeah, in uh, the IMAX at... Uh, at the Natural History Museum. The Natural History Museum. Or was near the? Was it in the Natural History Museum? Was it really? Because oh, it was yeah, the big IMAX. Yeah, they had a special thing. I remember. 
when it first yeah, came out. Yeah, they had an IMAX there. Because they didn't have special theaters back then for 3D no. and IMAX and stuff like that. They did not. So, yeah, so it was the Natural History Museum. So we, we saw it there, and, uh, I mean, it was pretty shitty. There was good things about it, but, you know, there was a lot of shit. Mm. Um, definitely not Fantasia, but it doesn't matter because we're not talking about Fantasia 2000. Yeah, but I, I am going to start talking about 1999, which also housed Tarzan. And the reason I want to mention that is because, first of all, I fucking hate Tarzan. I think it's, it's a piece of shit, literally a piece of shit movie. It's terrible. Eh, it's okay. I hated it. That was not a musical. Doesn't Rosie O'Donnell sing in it though? It that I mean she sings not real words. Oh. That was the the trash in the camp. Yeah. That's like doo 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 doo. Hey da 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 do. That's not me. I'm sorry. That's not singing a fucking song. I can do that, and you can do that. It is not fucking. There's nothing. You don't even have to learn words. Oh yeah, true. So fuck that goddamn song. It's not real. Mm. It's a tar. It's a it's a fucking song from Tarzan, and In Sync covered it. Oh, oh really? Yes, there's an In Sync version of it oh, on the God. soundtrack. Ugh. Yeah. So um, trash in the camp. But it was all Phil Collins music. But it was in the background. The characters weren't singing it. So you had like two worlds, one family, right? But who sings that? Phil Collins. Phil Collins. But then like they made the musical. On well, Broadway. the musical's a whole other story. We're talking about the movie, 1999. Yeah. yeah. You know, what else? What other, they, they, they had, um, what was that song? Stranger, Stranger in the Night? Uh, what the fuck was that? Strangers in the Night. Oh, I forgot what was it called. What was it called? I forgot. Something about Stranger. But it was terrible. And then they had, you be in my heart, which would have been great if it was sung by the characters. Yeah. It wasn't. It was sung by... Phil Collins. By Phil fucking Collins. Who cares if Phil Collins is singing something? Well, he could be a nice guy. Oh, he's... Like he could be a nice guy. It's fine, whatever. It doesn't matter. I've heard he was a dick, by the way, for many people. He was on the Opie and Anthony show, and he was fucking a dick there. Oh, really? Yeah, and, and South Park guys think he's a dick. Oh, shit. So there's obviously a reason for Wait, it. Wait, but didn't they lose to him? Yeah, but they... I mean, they encountered him as well. I mean, they wouldn't have made him a dick. They would have just, like, made fun of him. Mm. But they made him, like, a, a dick, and they talked about it on the commentary. Oh, but uh, this isn't about that, and it's not about South Park. Yes. So I just wanted to say that Phil Collins be tripping, yo. I actually, tripping. I actually wrote that down. He be tripping, yo. <laughs> oh, but, yeah. But we will get to Phil Collins later on, believe me. But first, we're going to start with the first movie that came out of the 2000s, and that would be the Tigger movie. Aww. Yeah. Now, this was actually a musical, but it doesn't count because this movie was supposed to be direct-to-video. So what happened? How did it... Like, why did they decide to release in the theaters? Because the Sherman Brothers somehow got signed on. And it was weird because it was the first time since, like, 1971 that they that, that the Sherman Brothers decided to work with Disney again for a movie. Like, why? I'm, well, they must have a soft spot for Pooh. Uh, Tigger. Tigger. I guess. I, I don't know. But, like, fucking... So the Sherman Brothers signed on. I guess the Bedknobs and Broomsticks was the last thing they did with them. Um, for the movies, at least. I know they were working on a lot of the theme park songs, right? Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, they did Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow and Small World, but that was that was before the 70s. Didn't they do Epcot stuff? Uh, yeah, they did... Uh, was it the Communicore stuff or something like that, I think? Oh, like the Astuto computer? Yeah, the, that and... Um... Nothing's a suitor like a computer! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's nice. And uh, they did that, the opening and dedication. Oh, wait, with the, from wait from the the um, the travel. I mean the travel planning from the the Danny K video. 
I guess so. Is, is there another one? Another I, opening I, 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 besides I, that one? I, there might be another song. I know he does the 21st centuries here. It's like a terrible song, but it's really long. Yeah, is that the one with like Drew Barrymore and stuff like that? And she was like, that, that was back when she was a little like, yeah. cute. And well, that was, was the video, but the song was already over by oh, then. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. And he did, they did uh, One Little Spark. One Little Spark. Yeah, that's a good song. They did Magic Journeys Ugh. and Making Memories. Oh, yeah, that's right. They did do Making Memories. That's a fucking phenomenal yeah. song. It, it, it is on par with One Little Spark, I must say. Uh, yes. I don't know. I would say so. They, did, they also did uh, the many, many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Well, I Well, mean, yeah, because they wrote, you know. Yeah, that doesn't count. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that, that's, those songs were written before the 70s. Oh, yeah, that's or true. Or during the 70s. I, wait. Yeah. Uh, they did some stuff for Tokyo, which I don't, know. Yeah, Who cares? I don't really care. Well, anyway. In the 80s, they worked on some stuff. So they came back to work on the Tigger movie for some reason. Hmm. I, I don't know. That's that's to me, is weird. I know the Tigger movie was supposed to be uh, Paul Winchell's last movie as Tigger, but his voice just wasn't working. Like, it wasn't there, and he was just getting – it was, just wasn't happening. So Cummings took over, of course. So he was Pooh and Tigger. Oh, shit. So he was Pooh and Tigger? He was Pooh and Tigger, yeah. And oh. he still is, I think, right? Is he? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, Jim Cummings is, 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 I think, still Pooh and Tigger. I'm not sure. Oh. But he was for a while, so I don't know. But basically, like, it was just it was just a mess. I, I don't know. Like, I love Tigger. He's my favorite character. He is my favorite because he's got that hyperactivity and this, like, blissful ignorance. So anything that happens, like... He's, like, ADD and stuff like that. Yeah, he's the ADD one of them. Yeah. You know, but, like, something about him, he's just, like, he's got that, like, open mind. He yeah. doesn't, he, but he doesn't give a shit about anyone else either. He's mm. kind of like an anarchist. He is. Yeah, because he doesn't like he cares about people, but he doesn't care about people at the same time. Yeah. He could give a fuck. Like he like like stuff is happening. He's like, whatever. I'm gonna bounce. I'll be happy. Fuck it. Bounce, bounce, so. bounce. Oh yeah, he still <laughs> does. He still voices. Uh, well, the last thing that he did was the the adventures, the mini adventures of Winnie the Pooh, which was a TV short, and uh, like it looks like they they had a bunch of episodes for like. Like in two, like 2011, and then they stopped, and then 2014 they picked up again, really? and he voiced uh, Winnie the Pooh and Tigger. And so oh, you are right. Yeah. So yeah. So Jim Cummings is still doing it. Yeah. But basically, this movie was, um, I don't know, like Tigger. I remember, like, okay, so Tigger, he was trying to find someone to hang out with, and everyone was too busy for him. Aww. And then Owl like was explaining something about a family tree, and then he realized that he doesn't. He he wants to find his family. But it's weird because Tigger millions of times says, "I'm the only one." So like, shouldn't like he already know that there is he has no family because yeah. he's the only one. Yeah, because he's the only one he should know. Yeah, you would think like <laughs> it's like I'm the only one. He says it all uh, the time. I'm the only one. Why did you make him sound like Paul Lind? Who's Paul Lind? That really gay guy who was always on Hollywood Squares. I'm the only one. I don't know. It just seemed like it, it seemed like it was right. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're great. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's kind of like what we're t like with the Jim Cummings doing the Tigger voice. Yeah. It's it's you know because like okay, so you got Tigger. He sound you have this one sound, this Paul Winchell sound, and then when you get Jim Cummings doing it, it's like, hi, I'm Tigger. It's just not the same at all. No. It's like me doing Tigger. It just doesn't work. And it just like you said, it's like it's like with uh, when Tony the Tiger. When after Thurl stopped doing it before, like I guess before he died, but like when he stopped doing it, it was like. It went from they're great to they're great, and you can easily tell the voice is a lot higher, not as deep as Thurl's. Yeah, it's obvious that it's not it's not him. Yeah, or if it's the Family Guy, it's their food. food. 
So, but so he goes looking for his family, and then like him and Rue form this like weird brotherly bond, Aww. where it's like him and like because it's it's weird because like Rue is the only one that he could actually like relate to because he's like a child. Yeah, and the, the Tigger's got that mentality of a child, so it's like it's odd. Yeah, but um, I guess basically everybody in town realized he doesn't have that Tigger doesn't have any family, so everyone in the Hundred Acre Woods dressed up like Tiggers. And then pretended to be his family, but he realized that they were all lying to him, and he was all pissed. Well, that's fucked up. Like, why would you get someone's hopes up like that? That's messed up. You don't do that. Because he he, he got a letter, and he and he said that he read between the lines, and that in in it said that like they're all coming to hang out with him, hmm. and it did not say that. <laughs> and so they all like you know showed up and like pretended to be tiggers, and then he was like pissed, and then. I guess at the end, the moral is that he does have a family, and it's the people in the Hundred Acre Woods. Um, yeah, well, whatever. Yeah. So, whatever. I feel like it's, like, very similar to the plot of Follow That Bird. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because, like, he won't, he ran away because he was looking for uh, others of him. Yeah, he was looking for his family. Because he, he's like, I'm a bird, and I live on the middle of his fucking block, and I don't have a family. Aww. So he left Snuffy behind. Remember that sad scene when he's like, I'll be, I'll see you again, Snuffy. He's like, okay, bird. But, like, in reality, Snuffleupagus does not exist without Big Bird. Mm, but didn't they make him exist? F- fuck that. He's Big Bird's imaginary friend that he always was. Mm. Whatever they did afterwards is bullshit. Anything Sesame, that happened in Sesame Street after the 80s to me is garbage because that it was re- retarded. Mm. Anything that happened without Jim Henson's approval does not count to me. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because that, that Snuffleupagus is always fucking Big Bird's imaginary friend. Yeah. So when Big Bird goes to look for his family, Snuffleupagus no longer exists. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I, I felt so bad for Big Bird in that. Like, I cried. Didn't I cry? I oh, when, I cried. when they painted him blue and they put him in a cage? Yeah, that was really upsetting because he was like a little boy. Freaking Bizen, he's supposed to be he's, like six. He's six, yeah. I know, though. Like, why would you do that to a little child? That's horrible. <laughs> they painted him blue. And freaking, like, you know, they first, first of all, they give him to a foster home, which is which consists of dodo birds. Which is not his family. But dodo birds don't exist anymore. No, but it's they, they, they're it's, way extinct. It, it was Sesame Street, though. <laughs> oh. So, I don't know. Anyway, it's very similar to that plot in a way where instead of leaving home to go find his family, he tries to have the family come to him. So, I don't know. I, I, I liked it a little just because I liked Tigger, but in, in general, the movie was pretty shitty. Um, and the music was horrible. I mean, it's weird because the Sherman brothers are all hit or miss. Mm. They they had so many hits, and then it just was like hit or miss for the longest time. I mean, think about it. Even when you go to the parks, One Little Spark, Making Memories, Magic Journeys. Remember? Magic Journeys. Well, maybe they were doing that because they were told to do that. What do you mean? Like, maybe they were told, like, oh, we want some weird-ass sounding song, like, like you're tripping or something like that. Yeah, but they could have still made a better tripping song. I mean, or the maybe, Doors made better tripping songs. Maybe they were tripping during that time. So, so, so was the freaking Beatles when they made most of their shit, you know, in their last three albums. Oh. Four, five albums. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. Where would Bungalow Bill be without freaking, you know, whatever the hell they were on at that yeah. time? So... I don't know. I mean, they had a. I remember like Tigger saying like a like soft jazz song. Soft jazz song. It's about how he was depressed. What? (laughs) And lonely and socially awkward. Oh, that's so sad. (laughs) Did it make you cry? No, but it doesn't make any sense. Oh. Tigger is the most hyperactive character in 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 amidst of 
all this other psychotic attitudes, and he gets a soft jazz song about why he's alone and it doesn't make sense. Maybe Jim Cummings just wanted, uh, you know, to broaden his vocal. Well, he could have done it with Pooh. Pooh makes makes more sense to sing that song. Soft jazz and Tigger? That's so weird. <laughs> um, I don't know. In the end, I mean, the movie keeps your attention, and it's not, like, horrible. Yeah. But it shouldn't have been a theatrical release. Well, know? like, maybe because uh, they figured, like, people still like Pooh, and maybe, like, Tigger could get, um, you know... Lots of families in or something like that. I don't know. Well, I mean, what we were saying earlier was, you know, because when the Sherman Brothers came on the project, Eisner was like, nope, we're making it a theatrical movie. The Sherman Brothers have saved us. And, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. who remembers the Tigger movie unless someone mentions it? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I know. So, I don't know. It doesn't make sense as a theatrical release, in my in my opinion. I, I, I get what you're saying, but I think it would have been a, a great direct-to-video film. Like, you know, how Lion King 2... Simba's Pride yeah. was like a fucking phenomenal movie. Yeah. But if it was in theaters, it would have been horrible. I would have yeah. been like, this, this is shit. Because it just didn't work as that. It worked more as direct-to-video. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think Digger Movie is a mediocre release, but it's not the worst thing that ever came yeah, out of Yeah, not the worst. At all. So, yeah. So, moving on, the next movie that came out also in 2000 was Dinosaur. 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 I'm not, I'm not even going to get into that reference. <laughs> Inside joke. It is. I had a friend named Greg back in high school, and he would say that everything in biology, whatever the answer it was, was dinosaur. I don't understand. We were in fucking high school. I don't. I don't get why he was acting like he was three. He liked dinosaurs. Wait, was that when dinosaurs was on TV? Like the no, it was after that. Um, yeah. No, it wasn't. But they would be like something about, oh, something about ribonucleus, flavin something, and he'd be like, dinosaur. Dinosaur. <laughs> Stupid. Anyway, um, okay, so Dinosaur started as an amazing trailer. Hmm. Do you remember the trailer for Dinosaur? I don't. It was the first ten minutes, no, first five minutes of the movie. It was a long trailer. Uh, Maybe the first four minutes. It was very minutes, nice. Even. It was very nice looking. Yeah, it was, it, it, you know, Lion King did the same thing. Oh. Remember the trailer was just Circle of Life? Oh, yeah. It'd be like, you know, rated G, whatever for all, whatever appropriate for all audiences, even though the movie ended up being PG and then G again. Oh. Uh, Lion King, I mean. And then it would just show the Circle of Life, and then it was like, Lion King, theaters, yeah. whatever. So um, they did, they used the same thing for Dinosaur. Um, and it was awesome. I mean, remember the egg moving, the dinosaur egg moving from, like, wherever it was born, Aww. laid. <laughs> and then, like, it was taken by this, and it was in a river, and then it was, uh, then a bird moved it, and then it ended up in that lemur camp. Lemur camp. Yeah, and then, in the, like, that's, the trailer kind of ended there, but, like, it was cool. It made you want to see it, because the movie had all these, like, delicious-looking backgrounds. Oh, yeah? <laughs> it was, like, live-action backgrounds with weird computer-animated stuff on top of it. Ooh, it was- so it looked real. Yeah, I mean, it was different for Disney, and I was like, oh, I like different. Let's check this out. Yeah. But the problem is, the movie was garbage. Yeah, well, that sucks. <laughs> so, basically, the plot of the movie, it starts with um, Aladar, the Iguanodon. Oh, is that the one in uh, the dinosaur ride? Yes, and we'll get to that, too. Um, and he is born to these lemurs. What? Well, he... He was, is that kind of like Tarzan, like where they uh, he was born to monkeys or something like that? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's the same concept. You know, it pops the egg pops out of the mother's pussy. What? And then, well, that part's not in the movie, but it, you understand where eggs come from, right? Mm-hmm. So, okay, so the egg pops out of the dinosaur's pussy, and then freaking it's taken somehow in all, in all these different ways, 
and ends up in a fucking lemur camp. Yeah. And it hatches, and Aladar pops out, and he's like, ta-da! Baby dinosaur! Not the mama! Not the mama! Oh, I freaking love that. So (laughs) cute. And so these lemurs raise this fucking dinosaur, um, and then I remember it started off with these, like, mating rituals and shit. Like, they were all getting ready to fuck. Oh, crap. And then freaking, it didn't, like, the entire beginning of the movie didn't even matter. Because in five seconds, there was the apocalypse and everyone died. Well, that's upsetting. <laughs> so what was the point of all that happening? I don't know. It was, like, character development, and then, like, who cares? Everyone's dead. Except oh. for, like, the, you know, Aladar and, like, a couple of things. Right. That's upsetting. That's depressing. <laughs> so, freaking, um, I don't know. So I guess they're looking around for a place to, like, get food and shit like that, and they find these migrating dinosaurs, and it's just... Ugh, they're all fucking these stereotypes. Like what? Like what, what were the stereotypes? Like the they had like the, the big the big leader, Kron. He's like, oh look at me, I'm the big leader. Oh, and what was he like? Was was he like a Rex a T-Rex or something like that? What was he? Um, I don't remember what he was. No, he wasn't a T-Rex. They all, I think, all of them were walked on all fours. Uh, so I don't remember what he was, but he was a dick. So they were all, uh, what's the word, uh, iguanodons? No, 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 not at all. Oh. Just he was an iguanodon. I mean, but but they were all different dinosaurs, but like they were all like four-legged dinosaurs. Oh. And um, I remember there was like the bland love interest was I think I think it was Kron's sister or something like that. But I, I'm not positive, but I, I, from what I remember. Yeah. And then there was like these two slow old ladies, and one of them was like. I'm a British person. I don't need anybody bothering me. And then there was one who was like, the sassy black bitch. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, and then there was like a dinosaur who didn't talk and acted like a dog, which didn't make any sense whatsoever. That's kind of like uh, like Pluto. Yeah, in, in, a, in a way, yes. But this movie sucked and Pluto's awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then they, they're looking for their nesting grounds and then running away, trying not to get eaten by the Carnotauruses. Oh, oh, yeah, that's your favorite dinosaur. Right? I fucking hate the Carnotauruses. That ruined an entire mm-hmm. ride for me. Um, but, um, and then they don't talk either. And then they fight the Carnotauruses, and then they get to the nesting grounds, and then that's the end of the movie. What? Yeah, there's no plot. <laughs> it's, it's like the entire movie is them looking for these nesting grounds, and then, like, I don't know. I don't remember anything happening. And they find it, yay! Yeah, who gives a shit? Oh. It's, it's like one of those, like, paint-by-numbers scripts. Uh, what does that mean? You know, more of the same. It's like, it's like oh, I'm going to take these plots that are from every other movie, and I'm going to use it. La, 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 la. Well, it, like, I wonder if, like, they're just really focusing more on, like, the cool visuals and stuff like that, and that was just, like, some new technology or some new way of, like, doing animation that, like, they wanted to show off, but they just didn't have, like, good enough script. Like, they were just so excited to show off how cool it was. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's exactly what it was. And that's a problem. <laughs> you can't. Mm-hmm. You have to still have a good script because no matter how awesome your shit looks, it sucks if it's boring. I mean, do you like Dinosaur? Do you, would, you go, would you go out of your way and watch the movie again? No, like, I don't unless even it was just remember on? what happened. I, I don't remember nothing at all. Happens. Nothing happened, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and the problem is, as awesome as the backgrounds were, the animation on the actual dinosaurs weren't that great. No? Yeah, it was, like, lame. You know, it was that old computer animation of, the, you know, of that time. Like, it looked, gr- I guess, great at that time, whatever, but it didn't hold up. But, like, fucking Toy Story, which came out years before that, really holds up. Yeah. Right? Do you ever see, do you see flaws in the original Toy Story? No. It looks great! Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I just think that Dinosaur is just a mess. They... they 
they were trying out this new technology, and after it failed so miserably in the theaters, they stopped using the technology. Mm. You know, they were like, oh, fuck this shit. Pull it, pull it, pull it. You know, I mean, some of it, I guess, you know, because that BBC series. Remember that series, Walking with the Dinosaurs? Walking with the Dinosaurs. Dancing. No. You're Dancing with the Dinosaurs. Oh, yeah. It's a religious song, know. by the way. Oh, really? Yeah, it, you know, it was, it was like... I don't know, I'll show you the lyrics to it, but it's definitely I'm a little walking just walking like, with the dinosaurs. Same shit. <laughs> well, uh, well, like, what's walking with the dinosaurs? Is that, like, where they had, like, that dinosaur walking around, like, in Times Square or something like that? I think that that was related to it, actually. I don't remember. Is think- it Lucky? No, it was not oh, Lucky. Who the heck was Lucky? Lucky. We had. We already talked about this on an oh, episode. Oh, I forgot. Lucky was part of the... Um, Year of a Million Dreams. Year of a Million Dreams. It came in from the, um, I guess, whatever the Natural History Museum of California is. Oh. And they moved it to Disneyland, and then it came from Disneyland to Disney World, uh, and it was in Animal Kingdom. And it was pretty fucking awesome, but it was only oh, there for like two months. Oh. And, then they, and then it went to Japan. Oh. And that was that. But, um, no, but this was, it was um, like a documentary series on Discovery Channel. Yeah. And it came out like a month before Dinosaur mm-hmm. was released. Oh. So, like, you know, it looked a lot better, too, in terms of, like, the animation or what have you. Yeah. So, yeah. The other problem was, if you look at the beginning, um, or the end, rather, credits, um, there's seven writers. What? Yeah. Seven writers. Seven writers for no plot. The pro- That's the problem. You know, too many cooks in the kitchen, you know? Yeah. It's like, you can't fucking do that. Seven fucking writers. Oh, seven God. writers. And this is what they came up with. It's probably, like, because when you have, like, seven writers and stuff like that, they don't have, like, one vision. So it's, like, a million visions. It's, like, let's try to squeeze your idea in here. Let's try to get your idea in there and all that other crap. Right. Exactly. And, and, you know, it's funny because this was, like, also the start of this whole, like, action thing. Like, if you look into the 2000s, a lot of the films are, like, action-based. Not comedy-based. Not you know, musical-based like they usually are. It's, it's action-based. It's explosions! Explosions! Exactly. And it's it's just really bad. I mean, the problem is, look, okay, the original concept was the dinosaurs were supposed to be silent. The uh, entire fucking really? movie. Oh, shit. Yeah, they were going to just be quiet the entire movie, like a real animal would be, yeah. and then they would make noises when they were fighting and stuff like that. Yeah. I think that would have been amazing. Mm, I think so. That's kind of like how Wally was silent. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and Wally was great. You you're still held. You're held by the visuals. If you don't want, if you don't have an idea for a plot, but you really want to showcase visuals, don't make the fucking dinosaurs talk. Because when they talk, they sound like fucking idiots. There's a lot of really stupid things that are said by the lemurs, especially. And like, I don't know how many times I have to hear the bickering back and forth of these old ladies who walk too slow. Are they dinosaur ladies? They're all dinosaurs. Oh. So, yeah. I, I don't know. I was not a fan. Um, if fucking, of course, you know, Eisner came in and was like, you know, you got, the dinosaurs got to talk. Nobody's going to watch a movie oh, where nobody talks. God. And so, you know, as much as they fought for it, they f- lost because, you know, Eisner's word comes above everything. And you're going to find out for a lot of these movies that, that are coming up, a lot of them were changed because of Eisner and... So you know. basically, Eisner was the one that screwed over the 2000s. Well, he was the one who made the the ni- 90s great. He had the great ideas. He had the fresh, but he got scared, especially after 9/11, and we'll get into that. But he got fucking scared to do anything in the 2000s, mm. and so he started pulling shit and just changing things for no reason that didn't make sense. He did, that's what happened with with uh, Alien Encounter. Oh. 
I mean, we'll get into that in a different episode, but yeah. Um, but I just want to talk a little bit about Countdown to Extinction because that came out to promote Dinosaur. But yeah. for some reason, they didn't call it Dinosaur, which is fine with me. Wait, so it was Dinosaur was actually out as a movie and then like they had Countdown to Extinction? Uh, Countdown to Extinction. Well, okay, so 1998 is when the park opened. Okay. Dinosaur came out in 2000. But Dinosaur was clearly in production. So they knew it was going to relate to it. Yeah. You know? But I guess they were just like, hey, it's going to be called Countdown to Extinction. People will just know that it's about dinosaurs. But yeah. I mean, it was supposed to be promoting it in a way. But they didn't, they didn't call it dinosaur. But like, think about the plot. It was an iguanodon being chased by a fucking Carnotaurus. Yeah. It was, it, that didn't change. I mean, the, the, the villain changed because the Carnotaurus was just one awful thing that happens to you in that ride, yeah. in the original ride. Yeah. It was the meteor shower that you were avoiding originally. But doesn't it, like, isn't there, like, a possible meteor shower, like, in the in dinosaur? Yes, but in the fucking original ride, actual meteors almost hit you. Really? Yeah, like, it, it's at the end. Instead of that Shit. stupid giant Carnotaurus head that comes straight at you, yeah. and you kind of go under it, instead of that, it was fucking big rocks that looked like they were coming flying at you. I mean, it was obviously oh, fake, but because you're going, the lights were flashing, it looked like you were about to get hit by a meteor, yeah. by meteors and shit like that. It was fucking scary, and it, but it made sense. But now, the beginning of the, in, in the pre-show, they talk about, oh, you're, you're so close to the fucking meteor shower, which, by the way, doesn't make any sense. Why couldn't he just throw you earlier, not so close, and you could still get an iguanodon? Yeah, it's not like iguanodons were just born the day before the meteor shower began. Yeah, that's true. It doesn't make any sense. I don't get it. Oh, well. But, that plot doesn't make any sense anymore. So you watch the pre-show and they're like, oh, you're so close to the meteor shower. And that's why that's why she had locked those locations. Oh, wait. So it was the same pre-show? Yeah. I mean, nothing changed. Oh. He never says Aladar. It's oh. still the Iguanodon that you're picking up. That never changed. Oh. It just okay. now, it looks like now it actually shows the Iguanodon and it's clearly Aladar. Yeah. So that's that's the only difference. And then at the end, it shows him in your car. Or like, walking around or He's whatever. walking around. He's, yeah. like, in the place, and they, like, you know, he escaped. And then, like, we are in the gift shop. You yeah, can like, he's like, hmm? Watch him, like, hanging out, looking like a little lost puppy. Yeah. So, whatever. I mean, to me, they changed Countdown to Extinction to Dinosaur just for what reason? I don't know. Because yeah. it was already promoting it, but whatever. Um, and that's it for Dinosaur. Do you have anything else to say about Dinosaur? I don't remember it much. <laughs> So, yeah, that's about it. Do you remember anything? Do you remember enjoying oh, one thing about it? I don't remember. I honestly don't remember. I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, maybe I thought it was, like, cool, like, in terms of, like, like the way that it looked, but I don't remember anything about what it was about because, I don't know, it was just very not memorable. All right. Um, so next we move on to The Emperor's New Groove. Do you remember that movie? That was the one with... Uh, David Spade and like he had like he was like a llama or something like that, right? <laughs> yes. Now originally, Emperor's New Groove was called Kingdom of the Sun. Ooh, why? <laughs> it was a different movie altogether. It was like it was supposed to be more like Lion King, where it was it had the comedy, it had drama, and it had this big you know it was a big musical with Sting writing the music instead what? of Elton John. <laughs> Sting. Sting. Sting wrote the music, and it was supposed Sting. to be like a rework of The Prince and the Pauper. Oh. You know, so it was like, oh, they switched places. So the emperor was supposed to switch places with a llama herder. And the llama herder, now who was played by John Goodman, was played by Owen Wilson at the time. That's so weird. It's a big difference, I think. That's a pretty big difference. <laughs> but because the, the plot was so overdone, they scrapped the idea. And also no one could sing the Sting songs. 
Oh, because the only sting it stinks, sing, sing, sting. Well, that's like his musical. Like, <laughs> only sing it stinks, sting, sing, sing. Well, what, like his musical, like the last ship on Broadway, like he's going to be in it. Like even though they opened without him, like they're like going to have him in it because I guess people probably have trouble singing sting songs like Stinkin'. Right. <laughs> Stinkin'. Well, he ended up getting dropped because oh. nobody could sing. I mean, I don't even think any of them could sing. Think about the people that, that we're talking about. We got David, David Spade. Spade. Have you ever heard David Spade sing? No. Me neither. Owen Wilson. Have Owen you ever heard Owen Wilson, Wilson sing? Jeez. Eartha Kitt would be able to sing. Oh, definitely. And Patrick Warburton wasn't signed on yet because there was no Kronk at the time. So I don't know. It just, I don't think that any, like, you know, David Spade and Owen Wilson just wouldn't have been able to sing anything, let alone horrible. a Sting song. Yeah, it's not going to happen. And Eartha Kitt, I can't see singing a Sting song. <laughs> no. Uh, I mean, if he writes it, like, in her range. She sings Santa Baby. That's about it. Santa Baby. <laughs> yeah. So they took the whole musical idea off the table. They took Owen Wilson out, put Goodman in. And, um, of course, they added Patrick Warburton's character, Kronk, for, I guess, extra comic relief. Oh, and they have, like, Kronk's new group, right? Was that the sequel? That was the sequel, yeah. So he, he was able to get his own his own movie because he was so fucking awesome. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we all love him. <laughs> now, I, I, I like The Emperor's New Groove. I, it's, it's funny because... There's a lot of shitty movies in the 2000s. This was one that was a box office bomb, I think. Uh, I don't think it really did very well. I know nobody knows what I'm talking about whenever I refer to it. Yeah, it didn't do well. My old roommate from college loved this movie. It was awesome. Did you like it? I thought it was cute. I thought it was funny. Cute. Well, it had this whole, like... There's llamas. <laughs> there was llamas. Um, it had this whole, like, like Chuck Jones type of feel to it. Oh, yeah. Like Looney Tunesy, like very, very silly stuff. But the way that the jokes played out had this different kind of timing that was so not Disney, but was so Warner Brothers. Oh yeah, it was definitely not Disney feeling. Yeah, you say not Disney feeling. Well, I feel like what was going to come up later is Home on the Range. That's not Disney feeling and is not good. No. Whereas this, I thought, really worked and like it had this really silly comedy. It wasn't a musical, still, which is obviously a theme that's going to continue. But it was definitely a comedy, and it was a straight up comedy. It wasn't like there wasn't it wasn't like oh let's stop and like have like a moment, you know. No. So I liked it a lot, and um, I thought David Spade was actually really funny, and I was never a huge David Spade yeah. fan. Yeah, didn't uh, not Moby play him in the sequel or something? Now, do you think every anybody out there knows who Not Moby is? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, okay, I guess there's a lot of How I Met Your Mother fans. I only saw the first three seasons of How I Met Your Mother, but within those three seasons, there was a character named Not Moby. But what would make sense is that these Disney fans know Phil of the Future. Yeah. And Not Moby played Principal Hackett on yeah, Phil of the Future. that's right. Not Moby was called Not Moby because he wasn't Moby. No, But he, he looked like not. Moby. Yeah. But he wasn't Moby, so he was okay. not Moby. Well, there were a lot of How I Met Your Mother fans. Is that where it's from? I don't even remember where... The yeah, they were in the limo. It was the episode with... Shot through the heart, oh, yeah. and you're to blame. Like all rise, huh? like he made that mixtape of all rise. Yeah, that was that. That was that episode, the limo. Yeah, like we we did not, not watch many many seasons of *Iron Man*. Your mother. What was I saying? So oh, you're yeah. talking about David Spade. David Spade was funny. I thought that Eartha Kitt was great. I, I, her character was just so like. I don't know. She was awesome. I just thought that the acting was really good. I thought it was it was funny. I liked the whole idea of marrying ancient Egypt with modern Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it's kind of like that. That's like what they do now. <laughs> the Luxor. Yeah. Is the Luxor the one? That, yeah, no. it is. Luxor? Wait. Luxor is the one the, the, with the... Uh, Sphinx, no. right? Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Not Excalibur. That's the one with the... Uh, that's the, 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 the medieval times. Medieval times time yeah. stuff, yeah. So, yeah. But um, I liked it. I liked that they added a lot of like anachronistic humor 
where like you know not not there were cell phones in it, but you know they they had modern things in like kind of like the Flintstones. And I also like to, to, to solidify that whole Las Vegas theme. They had like Tom Jones singing the theme song. Oh at the yeah, that's freaking awesome. It was the weirdest beginning. The song was terrible, by the way. Yeah. Oh. It was like Cusco. It wasn't really melodic. It's like Cusco, Cusco, whatever the Cusco. hell. Cusco. Yeah, it was bad. Um, but it was still a movie. I I really liked it. Um, I liked the dry humor in it. That like. Uh, What's his name provided? Patrick Warburton. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I feel like it's funny because I feel like Brock Sampson, the character from Venture Brothers, had a lot of cronk in him, except he was like violent instead. But I don't know. I feel like The Emperor's New Groove had a great, memorable character. So you had that snotty piece of shit, Cusco. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, it's funny because for a character who's so fucking hateable, he's the lead. And yeah. you kind of have to like him in a way. Yeah. And I think David Spade really, I, I, you know, he makes you enjoy watching him if that makes sense yeah as much of a dick as he is you want to see what he's going to say and do next yeah. and that's hard to do i think that makes i mean david spade it gives him a little bit of credit yeah in that um and then i love how how over the top earth the kid is is yzma oh yeah yzma like she's all like <laughs> you know she's like all ultra evil yeah just like way too and of course cronk was great and the only thing that i thought was lacking was john goodman because i didn't think oh. yeah, he's not very memorable but the character development, I thought, was great, and that's what makes a fucking movie, and that, that's what a lot of these other movies don't have. Yeah, that's true. It's just, like, so, like, nah. Yeah. So I liked Emperor's New Groove. I have nothing bad to say about it. Do you have anything bad to say about it? No, I don't have anything bad to say about it. But you didn't have anything good to say about it, so I mean... Oh, uh, but I mean, I didn't have anything bad to say about it. I mean, it was good. David Spade was funny. Yeah. So, all right. So we'll move on to the next one, which is Recess School's Out. Hmm. What the hell is that? <laughs> It was based on, like, a Disney Channel show, but it was, like, the kids, whatever. I don't remember what it was called back then. I don't remember if it was Toon Disney or if it was, like, I don't know. There was, a, it was, it was a, they always changed the name. It was, like, the kids' Disney. Like, now it's Disney mm. Junior. Yeah. At, at one point, it was Playhouse Disney. Oh, yeah, Playhouse Disney. That was, like, ten years ago. Yeah, well, this is, like, like kind of like, oh, no, you know what this was? This was from One Saturday Morning. Oh. Which ha also had Kim Possible on it, even though Kim Possible was on re during the regular times of the day. Uh, but Kim Possible made it on one Saturday morning, and that's uh, that's what it was. And it was a, a basically a longer episode of the TV show. Yeah. So if you like the TV show, you'll like the movie. Okay. I mean... I never saw it, so yeah. I would not like it then. On Rotten Tomatoes, it got positive reviews. Really? Yeah, but in the end, I don't give a shit. Was there anybody famous voicing the nope. characters? It was just everybody from the show, so I mean, you might have had voice actors that you know, whatever. I, I don't. I mean, I would. I don't think there's a Cree Summer in there. There might be a Cree Summer. Who knows? She yeah. seems like somebody who might show up. Maybe. Speaking of Cree Summer. <laughs> Speaking of. Let's let's move to uh, the 2001 blockbuster smash. <laughs> Atlantis, the oh, Lost Empire. <laughs> God. So, I think we can all agree that this was an absolute failure. <laughs> What a shame, because, like, it could have been possibly good. I mean, the story itself, like, not saying the story is, but the whole Atlantis thing is interesting, but, like, you know, the story of Atlantis, but, like, not this Atlantis. Right. Well, I it, I feel like it was Disney's attempt to make an animated Indiana Jones. Didn't work. No, because, okay, so you got, do you remember the plot? No. <laughs> So you got Milo. You remember Milo, Michael J. Fox? Yeah, the guy with the glasses. Yes. He's like a cartographer. What's a cartographer? Somebody who makes maps. Oh. Okay. So he's like basically an explorer. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so he's a cartographer, and um, his grandfather believed that Atlantis existed, so he believed that Atlantis existed, 
So then this like femme fatale chick comes and he brings him to like a rich guy. This seems very, very overdone, right? Yeah. Um, and the rich guy was friends with his grandpa. And so he built a submarine mm. and he wanted Milo to help finish that map or whatever to, to, to you know, discover Atlantis. And then he has to use like clues from his grandfather's journal to find out where Atlantis is. Does this remind you of anything this... similar? Uh, what is this? <coughs> Indiana Jones. No. <coughs> Last <Okay>. Crusade. <coughs> uh... <coughs> It's the exact same fucking plot as the Last Crusade. He has to find his in his father's journal. He he learns how he can find the fucking um. What do you call it? The the the, the Jesus cup, the Holy Grail. Grail, Grail, Grail. Grail, Grail, exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, they find Atlantis. What the fuck was that? Oh, it's you. Are you okay? You said look like you're falling off the couch. Yeah, but I'm getting comfortable. Simone is falling off the couch and doesn't care. I All right. Know. Um, so they find Atlantis, they meet up with the Atlantean princess, Kida, which I always thought was Kira. Like, Kida. they were just saying, Kida! Kida! Kida. Oh. <laughs> um, and Kida is voiced by Cree Summer! Oh, yeah. <laughs> which is why I said that. Um, but since Milo speaks Atlantean, she asked him to help, help her find out why the power is failing. <laughs> Why the power is failing? Yeah, like they have power, like, a, like the, 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 the light switches or yeah, something? Yeah, they have like a crystal that like controls all their electricity and shit. Uh-huh. It's like the magic that like ha- lets them like basically live underwater. Oh. And if it goes out, they all die. Oh, shit. They all wear these like crystals around their fucking necks or whatever. Uh-huh. The crew out of nowhere decides that they just want to kill the king while the princess is away. Oh, shit. Freaking just so they can steal the power source and sell it. Oh, crap. And then a bunch of stuff happens and then like Kida turns into a crystal, and then everything's okay. Wait, she turns into a crystal? Yeah, but then she's back to Kida again at the end. Oh. I don't know. Wait, so she becomes an actual crystal, and then she becomes... You saw the movie. I don't remember it. (laughs) I saw it. I think I fell asleep, so I don't think I saw most of it. Well, there were like... For some reason, Milo's crew decided, fuck this shit, let's just kill this motherfucker, and fucking, like, take their power source and then sell it. What the hell? So they kill the fucking king... And then they're just like, yeah, give me your crystal, bitches. And then freaking, like, Kita's like, I'm going to, like, save you. And then she turns into a crystal, and then all of a sudden everything's fine. And then all, the, like, the surviving crew members who didn't, like, get killed through all that are like, hey, man, sorry. <laughs> and then the movie's over. Freaking, this sounds awful. <laughs> um, so as everybody can tell, this makes no sense. The no. fucking plot starts out like it could possibly be a good movie, although it's still really confusing. It's, this is exactly what the fucking plot is. It doesn't make any sense. It's very confusing. It starts off like Indiana Jones, and you're like, all right, well, Indiana Jones rehash could be great. Yeah, but could it do- be. But it doesn't turn into Indiana Jones. It turns into, like, crap. nothing. Like, nothing happens. Like, literally, she's like, oh, yeah, well, like, help us fix the power. And then all of a sudden, like, the movie's over. <laughs> you oh, know, it's just, it's God. like, what's happening here? Jeez. And and it's not even just that. It's the fucking characters, like the cast and the, I mean, the uh, the entire crew are, are just fucking stereotypes. Oh. Just like the fucking dinosaurs. So, like, there's no imagination that went into this, basically. No. Oh. I mean, these characters have no discerning personalities. They have zero development. Mm. So, the, this is what I remember. You got the, the cynical Italian demolitions douche. Okay, I don't right. remember him. Yeah. You got a sarcastic old woman. I don't remember what her job was. Yeah. You got Jim Varney playing, you know, Jim Varney. What? <laughs> I think he his, he was just a cook who couldn't cook. Was this his last movie or was that's really sad? No, his last, he was did Toy Stories. 
Oh, that's right. Except for three, he didn't do. Mm. Um, I don't remember what his last movie was, but Toy Story 2, I think, did that come out after this or before? It probably came out I before. I don't remember. I'd have to look it up. I don't think this was his last movie, but it's close to it. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> but it's not his last movie, I don't think. Um, and then there was the chick mechanic who doesn't take any shit from no one. Mm. There was a French guy who everyone finds disgusting. Yeah. Because he was like, he smelled bad or something. I don't remember. And then there was the black guy. The black guy. Yeah, and I think he was like a medical officer, but who cares? He was just yeah. the black guy. Because they didn't, uh, none of these people, I don't remember anything about them. Except mm. for what I just said. Yeah. So, you know. I don't know. remember anything about anyone. Like, I mean, like, I fell asleep like halfway, not even halfway, like, while watching this movie. And I just, ugh, just so boring. They drew Kita hot, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, I remember the character, what they look like, right? You remember what they look like, the characters. Uh, she stuff, right? had white hair. Is that the one? Yeah, she was like blue and like brown or whatever. Something like that, yeah. Akita. Yeah. Akita. Well, yeah, I mean, look, the animation was fine. Whatever, the drawing, whatever. But nothing was really interesting about it in terms of like even the drawings and the shit. Uh-huh. It was just flat. Yeah. It's like they got rid of their good artists. Sucks. Maybe they retired. They were all working on Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> oh, probably all the good ones worked on Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> well, the movie came out in 2001, right? And it was like a PG-rated action movie. Oh, God. There was another PG-rated movie, which was not an action movie, but a comedy that came out in 2001 that was also an animated film, but this one was in 3D. Or it's filmed in 3D. CGI, rather. And Oh, it was not in 3D. It was not 3D, because yeah. I wasn't out yet. But yeah, you know what I mean. It was yeah. in the CGI. Okay. And that was Shrek. People like Shrek. Shrek of course people like Shrek. Shrek was hysterical. It was good. It was it made fun of Disney. It ripped it apart because Katzenberg said, fuck this shit. I'm leaving Disney. It's turning into a piece of shit. He made a movie, basically the entire thing, making fun of Disney and Eisner. Eisner, yeah. That's, a, you know, was Lord Farquhar is the, the guy who's obviously, um, you know, he's got a very small, small penis. Small penis, yeah. yeah. And, um... Yeah, it was funny. It was good. It was very good as a movie. Yeah. And it did well. But the problem was that since all these Pixar movies were coming out and were getting great reviews, all these DreamWorks movies, starting with Shrek, started coming out, mm. getting great reviews. It made movies like Atlantis look Ugh. like it was 2D's fault. Ugh. Like it was the hand-drawn animation's fault that these movies were shitty. But it wasn't. No, it was, it was bad artists. They just didn't care, and terrible plot lines with horrible (sighs) stories. It's like they gave up. It really is, and it sucked because this was like the death of 2D animation. Sucks. It started with, I guess really, with Atlantis. Mm. So, let's move on. Thanks, Atlantis. Thanks, Atlantis. I'm going to move on to the next one, which was Return to Neverland. Uh, never seen it. Is that the one with Johnny Depp? No, that's no, <laughs> that's that's Finding Neverland, and that's about how Peter Pan was made. Oh. Then, then there was Hook, which is kind of like this one. Um, I didn't see Return to Neverland, but this is what I do know. So this one's gonna be short because I don't really know much. Wendy's grown up with kids. Oh, it takes place during is that Ro- like Hook. Wait, no. Wait. Well, yes and no. Wendy was old as shit in Hook. Oh, yeah, she was like 500 <laughs> yeah, But so was Peter Pan. It takes place in the 1940s during World War II, which, like, you know, was depressing in and of itself. Oh. Their, their dog's name, and get this, is Nana 2. Oh. So they're reminding the audience that the original Nana is absolutely dead. Oh. So that's that's what I want to see in a cartoon. Right. Yeah. Um, 
But Nana had a long life, though, with, like, Wendy's grown up with kids. They also might not have gotten another dog until just now. Oh. So we don't know how long Nana's life is. Yeah, it just is a shitty thing to do to name the dog Nana 2 in a, car- in, in a sequel. Yeah, that's Because it clearly lets you know that the dog's dead. Yeah. So I don't like that at all. Wait, so that does that mean that Audrey 2 is, like, foreshadowing? What, Audrey's death? Yes. I don't necessarily think it's foreshadowing, although you couldn't think of it that way. In my opinion, I think that Seymour is just like, you know, an obsessive creep. Oh. Honestly. And so that's how I think that that name came about. But, you know, you can take it as foreshadowing too. Yeah. But, you know. Um, And then I guess the movie, it's like Hook in reverse. Like, instead of like Hook kidnapping Peter Pan's kids so Peter Pan will come back to Neverland. Peter Pan never left Neverland and Hook kidnaps uh, Wendy's daughter. Oh, crap. And, um... She doesn't. She at the beginning, I guess she didn't believe in any end of the Neverland nonsense, and apparently she's super hateable through the entire movie. Oh, really? Like she's just so cynical and does not believe in anything, and you'd never like her. Oh. This yeah, is what I was told by people. I don't know if it's actually okay. you know what the situation is because I didn't see it. But basically, Peter and the Lost Boys save her from Hook and make her uh, the first lost girl. Oh. And then that's basically it. And I guess eventually at the end, Peter Pan brings her back to Wendy. Hmm. Which begs the question, since Wendy never shows up in Neverland and Peter Pan's the one who brings Wendy's daughter back, why is this movie called Return to Neverland? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Because Jane, the, the daughter, is not, she's never been there before. So if she's not returning. She's going there for the first time. Right. So who is returning? I don't know. I guess the audience is returning. <laughs> the audience is returning for another viewing of a movie. Yes. Oh, yeah. God. So, I mean, and, and again, with all the sequels, they tried to put an original music and in tradition, it was bad. I didn't, I don't really know it, but I remember there was one song. You know what? I'm going to, I'm going to add it in right here. Just a clip of it. And, uh, it's just, I remember that. I remember this fucking song, but no, here you go. I'm too tired to listen. I'm too old to believe all these childish stories. There is no such thing as faith and trust and pixie dust. I try, but it's so hard to believe. I try, but I can't see what you see. I try. Okay, we're back. That song was terrible. It was horrible. Oh, oh God. <laughs> so, yeah. So that was that. But, I mean, whatever. Let's just, like, not talk about Return to Neverland anymore. Yeah. But, uh, let's never see it. So far, what is this, a second sequel that was released in the 2000s? Because you had the Tigger movie, which is yeah. you know, a sequel to whatever. You had Return to Neverland. Like, these are released in the theater. Oh, God. See, they're not supposed to be released in the theater if they're sequels. What the fuck? How have I never heard of Recess? Like, that's the one thing I'm, like, wondering. Why the oh, hell have I never heard of Recess? Because it was based on a TV show. Well, have you heard of Teacher's Pet? No. That also came out in the 2000s. That was based on a TV show called Teacher's Pet. Oh. About a dog who, like, talked, and I think it was voiced by Nathan Lane. Really? Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll look it up later. Oh. It's, 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 I've seen it. I've seen the movie. I actually yeah. have. I actually yeah. own the movie on DVD. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we can watch that if you really want to one day. The last, I'm going to say the last of the good movies of the 2000s 
It was Lilo and Stitch. Oh, I love that movie. Something about this movie, like, it's just really good. Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't have anything really bad to say about it, so I'm not going to really rant, obviously. But I do want to talk about Chris Sanders. Chris Sanders? Yes, Chris Sanders, the guy who created and voiced Stitch. Stitch. So he created the Stitch character, like, before he was hired at Disney. Oh. He was, like, a character designer in the 80s, so before that he created this character. Oh. Which I think is really cool. So it's like his his thing, like and he they just like were like, oh, that's cool. Well, basically, he was trying to push this movie for the longest time, and nobody wanted wanted it. They were like, no, that's stupid. Um, so he start he started working on Rus- uh, the Rescuers Down Under, mm-hmm. like as a character designer, and then right away they loved him, and they moved into story department, and he was working on the story of Beauty and the Beast, and you know all those movies. Oh snap! Yeah, through Mulan, I believe, and then after Mulan came out, they basically greenlit. Lilo and Stitch. Oh yay! Because he tried to sell that adorable yet destructive alien, but Aww. they would they weren't having it until then. So they, they, he did Lilo and Stitch, and he voiced Stitch, of course. Yeah. Um, it did phenomenally in the theaters. So then they gave him another project to do called American Dog, which was about this like TV dog who gets stranded in the desert. Oh. Yeah. Mm. And Not like, like American Dad. No. <laughs> the dog. Um, and then when Disney acquired Pixar, you know, Lasseter was made head of the company. Of, uh, head of animation, rather. Yeah. Not head of the company. Um, he was head, head of animation. He hated everything Sanders was doing with his American dog thing. Mm. And he kept telling him to make changes, but Sanders was like, fuck you. I'm not making changes. It's my project. You, they gave it to me to do. This is my project. Yeah. So something happened. He was removed from the project. Or he quit. We don't know really which what it is, but I believe he was removed. I mm. believe that Lasseter was like, you know what? Fine. I'm the head of animation. I don't like what you're doing. Get the fuck out. Yeah. So then right after that happened, Sanders said, fuck you, and quit the company and severed all tires with Disney, and he was oh, done. Right. So he moved over to DreamWorks, yeah. and um, he created How to Train Your Dragon, yeah. which another fucking adorable-ass character. Yeah, oh, God, so cute. Yeah. And then, and then American Dog became Bolt, and it did... Oh... Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, it did actually pretty well in the theater, but, you know, Sanders could have still been working for Disney, and you never know. The movie could have done even better, and maybe fucking Miley Cyrus wouldn't have been in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I just wanted to tell that story because, I mean, fucking that sucks, man. What if they, they keep on getting these people to, like, leave their company to, like, work for other other companies? Be- because, like DreamWorks. Well, that's exactly what happened with, with uh, what's his name? He created DreamWorks because he got because he quit. The he was done with Cat- Katzenberg, Disney. Katzenberg, yeah. yeah. So, um, and, uh, you know, I mean, the problem is Lasseter in this case. And Lasseter was just being a dick for no reason. And, you know, it's, it's really annoying because he was, like, the new guy in charge. Mm. And, uh, you know, I personally have a soft spot for people who get fired from the new guy in charge. Yeah. I got fired from my last job mm. from the new guy in charge. Oh. By the way, Kyle, fuck you, you piece of shit. Um, anyway, so Lilo and Stitch was originally supposed to take place in Kansas. What? Like uh, Wizard of Oz. I guess, but it, it was quickly ch- no, not actually not quickly, but it was ri- eventually changed to Hawaii. Oh. And um, I, the movie itself was really good. I mean, the thing that made this good was what made every other movie of this decade bad. What I really loved about Lilo and Stitch was that um, it was about like this like little outcast girl who was like pretty emo and like listened to Elvis and stuff and this like adorable little like puppy looking thing that was obviously not a puppy and they were you know they were just like so dysfunctional as like a little dysfunctional family and she doesn't have any parents which is the traditional Disney formula right. of like no parents or anything like or one, that. Or sometimes one parent. 
or sometimes one parent, but they didn't have any parents, right? Because it was the sister taking care of them. Right. Yeah. And um, it was, yeah, that's, yeah, that's sad. <laughs> but like, you know, they went with the traditional Disney formula of no parents. And, you know, and I think that that makes you upset and makes you want to cry. And <laughs> I like, I, I like that it was, you know, focused on family like Ohana. <laughs> and uh it's just like they had this adorable little character like who's just so like like always up to no good but yeah. just so adorable up to no good <laughs> up to no good no, no good. good um so yeah no exactly and that that's what makes this film better is is there is a whole other story that bookends this movie about he's running away from Fucking people who want to—they want to capture him because he was supposed to be an experiment and this and that, whatever. Kind of like ET, right? In a way, except ET wasn't created to be a weapon, oh, and Stitch was. Shit, he was like <laughs> supposed to be like a weapon of mass destruction. He was. He was supposed to be a weapon of mass destruction, and oh. fucking—he was like fuck this shit, and he ran away, and he was just this misfit character who met up with another misfit character who they they have two completely different lives, mm. but they got along. I mean, they started like learning each other's languages, and they were just they right away we're able to relate to each other yeah. and that's what makes us able to relate to these characters is that you know there's they may have their stints of being assholes both of them yeah. i mean stitch can be an asshole and leo definitely is a dumb bitch sometimes yeah. but in the end aren't we all we you are. know and True. and when they they meet up and and yeah she has her sister and whatever but you know she just she has no friends you know, and it's you feel bad for her. It's this character development that you have from the beginning to the end where these characters, you really start to care about them. Yeah. Who do you care about in Atlantis? Nobody. No. Who do you care about in Dinosaur? Well, you're supposed to care about... Uh, Aladar, but... Uh, yeah. You, you but don't. You don't. Who do you care about in Treasure Planet? I mean, seriously, whatever. When it, it You don't care about anyone in most of these movies. And in this, you really want... Lilo to be happy. You really want Stitch not to get captured by these fucking aliens, which again is the part of the story I don't really care about. But <laughs> yeah. you but you don't want him. You want him to to stick with Lilo, and you you know, and you want everyone to. Be, you even want the sister to get the boyfriend, even yeah. though that's not even a big part of the story. Oh, well, wasn't she like being an asshole to him, and like you know, like? Well, she she wasn't being an asshole. She was worried about um Her child shoes. services. They were gonna take him away because she was like a bad. Guardian or yeah, something. they were gonna take Lilo away from her. I mean, that was. I mean, that's a whole story on its own. Where she has, she's like a, basically in a, in a way a single parent, even though she's just a sister, and she might lose her child and or her little sister and never see her again, Be, you know, because she's I, she's acting out, you know, the little one. So uh, it's just a great story where you you just care. The characters are fleshed out, and then you become part of their family yourself. And and it's just a really well written script. It's funny, you know. It's PG some for some reason. Oh, it is. Yeah, I don't know if it still is, but it was when it first came out. So was Lion King. Freaking. So was Atlantis. Uh, I mean. Oh yeah, what the hell? Freaking like I just got like my my eyes just got watery because like you're telling the story. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so yeah, so I don't know. I thought the, the the dramatic scenes are touching. The comedy works. It's not sold with a stupid lame moral. Yeah. You know, it's it has the whole thing about family, but it doesn't. You know, and well, I guess it does drill the point home about family, but it's not in a way like you don't feel like you're full housed, like with the music and everything. Yeah, you don't feel like at the end all of a sudden the music comes on like. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, they have one last line. No, fuck oh, that. You know. God. So I, I really think it relates to the audience, and that's why Lilo and Stitch is such a fucking great movie. Yeah. Now let's get to some shit. Oh. So a movie came out in what was it? Two thousand? Are we still in two thousand two or two thousand three now? Uh, two thousand two, right? 
No, Lilo and Stitch was 2002. But okay. um, Treasure Planet, 2002 also. See how many movies are coming out in the same oh two in God. the same year? How is that possible? Because Disney was way overexerting themselves. If they did the, the traditional one movie a year or one movie every other year, like it should be. It should be quality, not quantity. Right. Exactly. The fact that I'm only up to 2003 and I've mentioned the shitload of movies. Oh, already, I mean, God. sorry, I'm not up to 2003 yet. And I've mentioned Jeez. the shitload of movies. That should say something. God. You know, I mean, these are just throwaway movies. They really are. I mean, listen. listen. You're throwing it away? I threw it away. Okay. Because it was bullshit. So, okay. Treasure Planet. Now, it was Clements and Musker. That's what really hurts me. Uh. How could they do this? What is wrong with them? <laughs> Great Mouse Detective, Hercules, Aladdin, Little Mermaid, and Treasure Planet. <laughs> they Why? wanted to do Treasure Well, look, Treasure Island is a great book. Yeah. And in the great movie. And the, the original, at least. And they wanted to do it in space. Which you're like, all right, well, it's a cartoon. We can, we can you know, it's animated. We, could, we can get away with this. But you can't get away with something when... You have terrible delivery. Oh, my God. I mean, it, it was so bad. The biggest problem here is that the fact that this film did so poorly in the box office, that's what led Disney to announce that they would not be doing any more 2D films. Really? Yeah, although it did, in a way, start with Atlantis. This did so badly right after this film, like after the like, couple weeks of it being out and it just made no money. Disney was like, Pixar and DreamWorks is doing so well. Obviously, CG is the way to go. That's why no one's going to see our movies. We're going CG. Mm. Uh, but again, that's not true. Oh. It's not fucking true. The reason that people wanted these CG movies is because the stories were spot on, or at least the comedy was spot on, depending yeah. on how you looked at it or which movie you were talking about. Like Shrek was great because the fucking the way that it, it worked, the way that the fucking uh, the story worked, the comedy worked. It was very well done. It was well written. Well written and well acted. You got great actors doing mm. some of these things, you know? Yeah. Uh, same thing with, with fucking all the Pixar movies, Toy Story, Bugs Life. These movies were did well because they were fucking good. Yes. They were good movies. Not because of the animation style. It's the fucking story and delivery! Yep. <sighs> so, whatever. Let's talk about Treasure Planet. Okay. The Google Dolls has a song in it. What? <laughs> the music was done by the lead singer of the Google Dolls. I don't know his name. The Google Dolls themselves did one song that was like on the radio, and I don't remember the name of it. Yeah. I just remember it was shit. Oh. Do you remember it? I don't remember. All right, we'll what? add a little bit of that in right here. What do you think you'd understand? I'm a boy, no. Terrible. Ugh. So it has 2D animation and it has CG, 
which is fine because they've been doing that in a lot of movies. But here it was it was melded together like terribly. Like you could, it just looked wrong. Something was wrong when you're watching it. You're just like, ah, it's jarring. It's ugly. It's disgusting. You, do you remember? I don't remember. Well, do you remember anything about the movie? Uh, I remembered hating it. <laughs> do you remember Ben? Uh, was it a robot? That was the Martin Short robot. Oh, God, I don't remember what he did. I just remembered not liking this movie. <laughs> I think the problem with, like, the 2000s is that most of the movies I do not remember because I just hated them because they were just bad. Yeah, well, I mean, it's true, but why were they bad? They're just... The story sucked. Well, this this movie was particularly bad. Oh. I mean, the story itself is... Man, it's Treasure Island. That's a great story. Yeah. But they didn't do it right. It, it's mm. like you're drawn out. It's not really Treasure Island. I just didn't care. The dialogue is boring. I just yeah. remember it being boring. Yeah. It, like, at least... I mean, Atlantis was boring, but, like, you know, there's a, there's a lot going on. Yeah. It, this movie was just boring to be boring. The, the dialogue just wasn't there, and the Ben character was so fucking annoying. It was like Martin Short on acid, like just as this like neurotic overacting robot oh. you just wanted him to die oh. and it just it just sucked and fucking like a big part of this was here's another thing that Eisner came in on well, the movie was getting you know on its way and because of the whole 9-11 situation that recently happened mm -hmm. at this point Eisner's freaking out about goddamn violence mm -hmm. which to me doesn't really make any sense yeah like what do planes being flown into buildings have to do with violence in a cartoon uh, I don't get it. Well, like, they're the video games that they feel like people were, like, shooting people because of video games. That's idiotic. Uh. That's very idiotic, but this is, I mean, you know, I mean, I don't know. Eisner was just like, no, you gotta take the violence out. Uh. And and Musker and Clements were like, but but it's a pirate movie. Yeah. It's Treasure Island. You can't, you can't not have, like, sword fights and shit. And he's like, nope, take, take them out. So they had to, like, cut down... Well, like a lot of the f like the fighting scenes and stuff, and that added more boring dialogue. Oh, that sucks. So to please the management, they ended up destroying more, even more credibility of the film. Uh, At least if they could have had the fight scenes, you'd be like, "Damn, remember the animation on that shit?" Yeah. The only animation I remember is like the ships, like fl you know, it was like a pirate ship that was flying in space, which I thought was really cool as yeah. an image. Okay. But that that's kind of cool. Being that that's the only like imagery the that I remember. The only, like, redeeming quality of yeah, the whole not, thing, not by much. It's true. You can't do these action movies. What works is the princess movies and the fairy tales and the singing and the dancing. And the singing and the dancing. Because here's another action movie. <sighs> you know, Atlantis, Dinosaur, Treasure Planet, these are movies that have no fucking story. I mean, again, Treasure Island has a story, but it's an action story. Nobody goes to Disney for action. They go to, like, fucking uh, Universal for action or, or DreamWorks for action. They go to Disney for a good story with a solid plot and especially characters that are developed. And, they, like, I, I can't even tell you. I know the characters from the original Treasure Island story. I don't remember what they look like in this movie except for, um, you know, the Long John Silver character. I remember, you know, he had a mechanical arm. Oh, yeah, I don't remember. I just don't remember. I think I might have fallen asleep during this one, too. <laughs> like, the 2000s were just, like, me falling asleep while watching Disney movies. I've seen all of these movies, except for the ones that I told you I haven't seen, in the theaters. So, I fell asleep during this movie, too, but not for long. I was uh, woken up by whoever I was with at the time. Yeah. So, yeah. 
So that that happened, and I, I don't know. I don't really have anything else to say about Treasure Planet. It was so bad. I have nothing to fucking say about it. I I, I have not seen a movie that was so bad that I couldn't even rant about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty bad. <laughs> so I'm gonna move on to Jungle Book Two, which was also, by the way, released in the fucking theaters. Another sequel. What the hell is up with that? Because like they never did that before. No, they didn't, and they just keep doing it. And uh, uh, please tell me we've at least made it to 2003 now. Is it? Uh, yes, February 2003. Fucking finally, a 2003 movie. But here it goes, Jungle Book Two. Now here's a movie again, another one I didn't see. There's there's a few of them I didn't see on this list, and this is one of them. But I do know a little bit about it, so I will talk about it. Um, Haley Joel Osment plays Mowgli. Oh, That's God. strike one. You know how much I hate Haley Joel. Well, he was a cute kid back then. No, he wasn't. He's a piece of shit. Oh. I remember the first movie I saw him in, which may have been his first movie. Oh. Forrest Gump. Oh. He sucked in that movie. He played Forrest Gump's son, and fucking, like, he walks over to him and he goes, he goes, what are you watching? And fucking Haley Joel Osment says, Bert and Ernie. But he wasn't. He was watching Sesame Street. Well, Burton Ernie's not the name of a fucking TV show. He didn't freaking write the script. I, I don't even think Burton Ernie was on the screen at the time. Oh, uh, well. It, I just did not like that he said Burton Ernie. It's not a fucking show. No, it's not. It's that, that's why you hate him? Like, that's <laughs> yes. why you hated him all these years? Yes. I, I just, uh. Something about him bothers me after that show. It just bothers me. Uh. So, all right. I, this is what I was informed about. Um, so Mowgli, this is, this is literally the story I've heard. And this is from multiple people, by the way. So Mowgli's chilling with his new boo. You know, the chick from the end of Jungle oh. Book. You know what I'm talking about? Little Indian chick. Oh, yeah. Little, little Indian chick. I don't know her name. Yeah. So, like, she, he, like, moved in with her, even though they're still kids. What? <laughs> what the hell? And Baloo's okay with this? <laughs> I don't get it. But he moves in with this bitch. Um, and freaking now she won't let him go back in the jungle because she doesn't like that he, that, that he like, lived in the jungle. What a piece of shit. So freaking like, Baloo like, wants to hang out with him, and then Mowgli, like, sneaks out to hang out with Baloo. Yeah. And then two-thirds of the movie is spent freaking just hanging out and doing stuff while Mowgli oh. makes fun of his girlfriend. Oh, God. And then Shere Khan, like, throughout, every once in a while tries to kill him. Okay. That was the whole movie. This is what I've been told by many people, not Seriously? just, yeah. <laughs> he, literally, he just, the entire movie is spent, like, hanging out with Baloo and basically all the people from the original movie. It's like, hey, here's King Louie. It's like, hey, let's hang out. Yeah, they just hang out. Nothing really happens. They're just hanging out. Oh, Although, I guess the Jungle Book is really just them hanging out. Yeah. You're right? So, I'm, I guess that, in a way, keeps true to story. I guess. But, like, I heard, like, the entire time he's making fun of his girlfriend mm. and talking about how he doesn't like, how she's, like, mean to him and this and that, whatever, and yeah. how she's a bitch, basically. And then friggin' at the end, he, like, saves her or something, from, uh, I guess from Shere Khan. I don't know. I didn't see the movie. That sounds horrible. You don't want to see it? No, they're just hanging out. Yeah, it's hanging out. But the, jungle, jungle, the original Jungle Book, they're just hanging out. Oh, yeah, but they got good songs. Is this a musical? Uh, I, I think so, and the music is pretty terrible, again, from what I've heard. Yeah, there were no hits coming uh, yeah. out of it. But you, um... Oh, no, you didn't work at Disney at the time yet, right? Wait, when? When this came out? No. Oh, okay. So well, you 2004 right. was when I started working. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Okay, so never mind. But yeah, um, I don't know. I heard the music was terrible. Again, this is another one I, I didn't see it, so I can't really tell you much about it. Yeah. And nothing was like on the radio from it that I remember. So, oh, yeah. all right, I'm gonna go to the next one. This one's gonna be another quick one because I saw bits and pieces and it was horrible. So, uh, Piglet's big movie, another sequel. 
Released oh. in the theaters. So did, does Rabbit get his own movie eventually? <laughs> Will he? I would like to see Owl's Long Speech. That's that's, yeah. that's the movie I want to see. Owl's Long Speech, and oh. it's just him delivering a fucking two-hour speech, yeah. and nothing else happens. That's just as good as Piglet's big movie. Oh. The one thing I do know about this movie is there's a huge continuity error that really pisses everybody off, including myself. What's the problem? So basically the movie's about uh, Piglet is like, he goes off to do a good deed or something in the middle in the woods and no one can find him. Uh-huh. That's like the plot of the movie. Okay. And so they're, they're, they think they're, they, I don't know if they think they're never going to see Piglet again or what it is, but freaking they start going through the, remember the time when, you know, while they're looking through like photos. Mm-hmm. And Kanga, they, they recount like the time that Kanga and Rue first came to the Hundred Acre Woods. Uh-huh. And like Tigger's there. But anybody who knows anything about Pooh or anything is that Tigger shows up for the very first time in Winnie the Pooh and the Blustery Day. And Kanga and Roo are definitely in there. Think about the original theme song. Right? Yeah, there's no Tigger. It's, it's freaking um, a donkey named Dior is his friend. Right? Yeah. What's the next line? Something and Little Roo. And Kanga and Little Roo. There's Rabbit and Piglet. And there's Owl. But most of all, Winnie the Pooh. Where's Tigger in that? There's no Tigger Because there. he wasn't in the original story. Uh, Tigger was made later, and he, he came in to Winnie the Pooh and the Blustery Day. So when Kanga and Roo, who were in the theme song, they, they, they would have fucking already been there when Tigger showed up. So they, it doesn't make any sense that Tigger's there when Kanga and Roo first come to the 100 Acre Woods. Yeah, that makes no freaking sense. No, we say, say that again in the mic. Yeah, that makes no freaking sense. No. So that's the one thing I do know about it. I literally turned this film off, and I don't normally do that. I, I had watched it. I was watching it on video, and um, I, I turned it off because I just couldn't take it anymore. It was it was just too bad. Oh. And, and, of course, Carly Simon's doing the music, and it's really bad. It's so oh. boring. It's so fucking boring. Didn't she do the next one or two? Yes, she did, and it was boring then, too. Oh. All I remember, in, the, in terms of animation, it looked like a really long episode of The New Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Oh. And, I mean, nobody wants that. No, that sounds like it sucks. Yeah, it does. So we're going to move away from Piglet's big movie. Yeah, don't worry, Piglet. Yeah. Uh, I, by the way, Piglet's my least favorite character. I know. So when I, I was re- little, I thought Piglet was cute just because he was pink. He's fucking way too nervous. He's a neurotic uh, fuck. He's like New Yorker. He's like Woody Allen. <laughs> so um, Brother Bear is the next movie. Now, there's definitely... Uh, there's unrest. <laughs> People love Brother Bear... And that's the minority. And a lot of people hate Brother Bear. And that's the majority. But then there's also the people who don't give a shit either way. Yeah. I loved Brother Bear. I do. And when Brave came out, it was just a fucking ripoff of Brother Bear. But of course, nobody remembered it. Uh. And I was like, no, Brother Bear was good. Brother Bear had the one thing that I loved. Heart? No. It's broken. Bill Collins. No. It's broken up into two different sections. So basically, you got the beginning, which is the story. Um, well, let, let, let's just let's I guess do the plot recap here. Now, do you remember the plot? Uh, some guy he says something to piss off the gods, and then he becomes a bear. <laughs> well, no, close. So before Canada was Canada, <laughs> a, a young North American man who is the eldest of three brothers, he gets killed by a bear. While protecting his other brothers from the oh, bear. Oh, shit. That sucks. Yeah. Now, the youngest of the brothers, Kidai, seeks vengeance on the bear and kills it. 
So the big, you know, he gets his revenge. When he wakes up, as you say, the gods get all pissed off and turn him into a bear. And of course, the middle brother, when he goes to avenge both of the brothers' deaths, sees the bear, who is now Kenai, and mm. now he has this whole thing. He's he's gonna get revenge on his brothers, and he's gonna get a whole mob together to kill this fucking bear, which is his brother. So Wait, why the hell did they like freaking like? Cause the gods are pissed off that like the bear, like he tried to kill the bear. Yes, because he he killed the bear out of revenge. No. Whereas the the bear killed his brother out of necessity because they were the bear was coming to steal their food yeah. and he was pissed off and then bear was defending itself at that point. Oh. So that's why he got killed, you know. So whatever. And bear doesn't know his brother. But the the thing that makes that makes this movie to me awesome is that the first like whatever 20 something minutes of the movie is done in in a, in a letterbox aspect ratio. That's the smaller smaller screen, it, right? It's the letterbox, it's a square. Oh. So but it's weird because it, they used 1.75 over one, basically they used what they used in like the early thirty-five millimeters. They don't like it was weird. They don't norm. They don't use it normally. It was like those. It was like the old fifties ratio. They didn't. Did they do that to make it seem like he had a like a narrow mind? Yes, there? yes. Because what happened was when he opened his eyes as a bear, everything came in into into widescreen. Oh. And to me, that was fucking amazing. I I was a huge fan. Just that. Sold me. Now I did. This is the first movie, not the first, but this is one of the one of the first movies. Well, no, let's say that again. This I didn't see this movie in theaters, mm-hmm. um, which is rare because I usually see all the Disney movies in theaters. But this particular one I missed um, when it was out. I guess I was in college at the time, yeah. so I rented it. And fucking when I, when I saw that on the TV screen, I was like, sold, sold. Yeah. So that's what I liked about it. Yeah. Um. So you know he. He meets up once he's a bear. He meets up with uh, Coda, who's a little boy, basically a little cub, Aww. who um, is trying to find his mom. And he fig- he got lost for you know got separated from his mom. So they make a deal that if um, Kenai br- show uh, accompanies Coda as an adult on the way to the salmon run, which is I guess an event they have there to eat their salmon or whatever, yeah. um, which is where his mom is supposed to be, um, then he'll show him. Uh, quote unquote where the light touches the earth okay. which is where the spirit said that he could find the middle brother and be turned into human again yeah all right so so that happened um and then like the bears travel around for like the rest of the movie and like you know become friends and uh they meet two moose and it's randomly bob and doug mckenzie from sctv i don't know why okay and um and then Keenai realizes that a bear he killed was this fucking kid's mother oh and like the fact that he comes to terms with it to, sorry, it's the fact that he comes to terms with this, um, and and basically saves Coda, puts his own life in danger to save Coda from the brother, his middle brother. Yeah. Um, he turns into a human, but then in the end, he's like, "Well, I like it better as a bear anyway." So then they like turn into he turns back into a bear. So he turns turns back into a bear. So his actual brother, freaking, has to be alone. Yes. That sucks. But but he he raises Coda. So I guess like it's kind of like being a dad in a way, even though he's like younger. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like he chooses because he killed this kid's mother, and he kind of like takes responsibility over him because the kid's alone in the world. He's a little kid. Mm. So I guess his brother's the middle brother. He's probably already old enough to go off and have a family. But that's so sad for him. Like freaking, that's so such sad shit. Like, yeah. Ugh. But see, there's development, <laughs> and and there's heart, and and that's why I like it is because 
in life, we don't make easy choices. It's not just like, oh, back into a human, everything's good. Because if he turned into a human, he left it that way, that little cub is now alone without a mother because he killed the mother. Mm. How is he going to live with that on his conscience, you know? So no matter what, he's fucked. Yeah. He's going to feel like shit no matter what. So in this case, at least, he feels like he's doing something good. And his brother, now, even though we, he can't understand him, he knows he's there. You know, he knows yeah. it's his brother. And now they all get along, bears and humans and everything like yeah. that. So I don't know. I, I, I love this movie. What did you feel about it? I don't know. Like, freaking, that's so sad. I feel bad for his brother. That's just so upsetting. <laughs> like, he should, like, people should just not, like, kill other things. <laughs> there should just not be killing involved. I well, mean, unless it's for food. Well, that's what that's. I mean, except this in this case, it wasn't for food. The bear was going to get food, and the brother was trying to protect the food, oh. and then the bear protected itself, and that's how all this oh. started. So, well, well, what was but I say? was just thinking, like, you know, the poor brother, like, he had to deal with like the death of like freaking his older brother and his little brother. Freaking, that's just really upsetting. Yeah, but yeah. the little brother is at least still alive yeah. in the end. I know. So, but I mean, the movie itself. Forget about the ending. Just the movie itself. How did you feel about it? Like the rest of it. Uh, I thought it was all right. I mean, it's not Lilo and Stitch. No, no, not at all. But like, you know, it was better than Atlantis. No, and I could, I could tell you, the movie itself wasn't. I mean, it wasn't an amazing movie, but I liked it. You know what I mean? It's one of those movies where the movie itself was bland. It had bland music. It was another Phil Collins one. Yeah. I don't know how they invited Phil Collins back after he fucked up Tarzan. Oh. He probably signed some sort of contract with them or something. But the songs are even worse in this one. This is the welcome to our family time or whatever. Yes. And didn't he have a song that was like, open up your eyes or some shit like that? Probably. It was so bad. So, yeah, the music is terrible, so that brings it down. And also the fact that this was the, the final film that was animated in Florida, leaving the guests of the MGM Studios animation tour with a horrible walkthrough exhibit oh. that everyone skips anyway just to see Baymax and Hero. Oh, they're there now? <laughs> yeah, they're there now. So, I don't know. But, uh, it's, it's iffy. I understand that the movie itself isn't amazing, but I, I liked it. So Yeah, but, I thought it was okay. Yeah. So, so that's it for Brother Bear. Um, I want to quickly go into, once I can find it. Oh, uh, I'm going to quickly go into Teacher's Pet really quick. Yeah, it was based on the TV show again, just like Recess. It was fine. It was a longer version of the TV show, just like Recess. But it wasn't anything special. No, it wasn't anything special. It was there. It existed. I had never even heard of it. It's based on the song. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> teacher's pet. I want to be teacher's pet. Like Doris Day who did it or something? Who was it? Probably. I know that Christy did the remake. Oh, okay. <laughs> and her version of it was, um, instead of I want to be... Um, and... Instead of kiss, it was something else. It said, it said like something like, I want to take classes. I want to go to all your classes or something like that. It's like uh, the the Jonas Brothers, like how, like, you know, like, you know, the, the school, like, it's what I go to school for. Why would you cover a song about fucking your teacher and then change all the lyrics? Doesn't make, it was Doris Day, by the way. Oh, okay. So there you go. Yeah, she was like, I don't know, the, the, whatever. The, the weird Christy version was odd. But then at the end of the movie, they played the regular version with the real lyrics that Christy sang. So I don't know why she had to do a weird version where, like, she had to say, like, I don't know. instead of ki- Oh, instead of kisses, it was classes. Uh, I want to take classes with no, you. No, it wasn't I want to take classes with you, but I, I wanted something about class instead of kiss. I want to take class with you or something. All right. Oh, yeah. So let's... 
that's all I have to say about that. Now let's get on to the uh, the meat of the story here. Mm-hmm. Home on the range. Oh, home on the range. So this is probably the best movie Disney ever came out with. It really was. Yeah, they're real. <laughs> what the fuck? This movie was first originally called Sweating Bullets. Wait, seriously? Yes. Sweating Bullets? That's right. And it was supposed to be a Western comedy inspired by the Pied Piper of Hamlin. Wait, it the was... Pied Piper of Hamlin? Yeah, that was the original um, Home on the Range. Now, Home on the Range was the last animated, uh, hand-drawn animated film that Disney came out with. That's so sad. Yeah. And I think that the writers, animators, and all of them already knew that and kind of just phoned it in. Yeah, this was pretty horrible. However, I, I remember I liked, um, I enjoyed that song by Katie Lang. Oh. It actually was uh, by Mencken. But she sang it. Yeah, but it was still a Mencken song, which is sad. So that's why I liked it. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the, when this movie came out, it was given a release date of April 2nd, 2004. Okay. Disney movies always come out either during a holiday season or like during the summer so all the kids can see it. This movie was released on April 2nd, 2004. They knew it was going to be shitty. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like they just knew. This is uh, this is thir- 30 years before this was the last time a movie was put out in the spring. Uh, what was that? The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Oh, but that did well. Uh, yeah, but it was a compilation of three shows. It wasn't actually a movie. It was a little bit different. Huh. You know? I mean, that's crazy. Mm. <laughs> so, I mean, I think they, they knew. Now, this movie, I, I, I honestly don't give a fuck about the plot. Do you? Uh, I don't even remember. T- what tell me what you was. remember. Oh, you don't remember. I don't remember. So you had, I guess, three cows. Yeah, and one played by Roseanne Barr. Yeah, you had Roseanne Barr, who was the loudmouth and vulgar one. Well, what a fucking surprise! You had one played by Judy Dench before Judy she, Dench, really? Yeah, before she did the uh, uh, Spaceship, Spaceship Earth, Earth narration. Dame Judy Dench was in Home on the Range. Yes, she was the the British one. The British one. Oh, yeah. goodness. And then you had Jennifer Tilly. Oh. The, like, oh, Turkey. Diggy. <laughs> like, the new agey. Like, she's, like, basically the Sarah Jessica Parker in Hocus Pocus one. Oh, okay. This is actually, might as well be Hocus Pocus. It's the same three characters. Think yeah. about it. All I remember is there was Alameda Slim. You remember that, right? Oh, he was the villain, right? Yes, he was the villain. Um, He was a yodeler. And he was an evil hey, yodeler. You. Yeah, he was an evil yodeler. An evil yodeler. Yes. Somebody probably had a thing against yodelers, or maybe they were dating a yodeler. <laughs> yeah, he wanted to auction off their farm, and then they they basically went on like a uh, quest to like stop save that from happening. Huh? Save to save their girlfriend. Yes, it's never any quest to save my girlfriend. Yeah. Link, Xander. Oh. Um. Yeah, and then they went on a quest to find the fucking you know, the guy and freaking stop this from happening. That's wow. the whole movie. And then there was randomly this fucking, the, what, what was it? Cuba Gooden Jr. horse who does karate. What? Remember that? What? That was like the, the only thing the commercial ever showed. It showed the cows being annoying and it showed freaking Cuba Gooding Jr. doing a whole bunch of shit. As Cuba Gooding Jr. No, he's a horse. Oh. 
<laughs> not Cuba Gooding Jr. Imagine <laughs> it's just like Cuba Gooding Jr. No, he's a horse and he's doing karate. Oh. It was God. a terrible fucking movie. Oh. Well, I mean, what do you remember about it? I remember, yeah, they're real. Yeah. And that delivery by Roseanne Barr. It was just so fucking bad. And like, I, I don't really, I don't even know. It was like, the, the humor was stupid. Like, I've never seen this from a Disney movie before. Ever. Uh. Or after. This was the only time I've ever seen this kind of like weird, vulgar humor that like was meant to be more in like a universal movie or whatever. Well, maybe they were just like annoyed that like this was their last like hand drawn animated film. Yeah. And they're like, fuck this shit. So like, fart jokes? I mean, there's fart jokes! Oh, they were probably like, well, they don't want us anymore, so let's just go <sighs> ahead and freaking, you know. It, it was just so, so, so bad. Yeah. And the thing about this was, um, um, in production, it wasn't supposed to be the last movie. Oh. There was, there was already others in development that got killed. Oh. One of them called the Snow Queen. Oh, shit. Yeah. The Snow Queen. So, so basically, Frozen almost never happened. Oh, crap. Yeah. That, I mean, how crazy is that? Because of Home on the Range, oh. Frozen almost didn't happen. I mean, in, in the end, they freaking made it CG and did what they had to do. Yeah. But this movie is a children's movie. Oh. Here's another one I'm going to quickly go through because I'm sick of doing Winnie the Pooh shit, but Pooh's Heffalump movie. Oh, if you bumped by me flowers, <laughs> just go ahead now. Yeah. And if you... Yeah, that movie was supposed to have that. It was in all the commercials. If you want to call me baby, just, just go, go ahead, ahead now. now. And if you ooh, want to tell me maybe, just go. So, so this fucking song by the Spin Doctors was not in the movie. That was we, really upsetting. Didn't we go to the movie just to see it? Yes, and it never showed up. <laughs> Out of all these movies, by the way, this is the first Disney movie I saw with you. Oh, was it? Yeah. Really? Because think about it, before that, well, the one in the theaters, I mean. Before that was Home on the Range. I didn't uh, see that in the theaters with you. No. Or with anybody. I saw it on video. Oh. So, yeah. So, shittio. Yeah, definitely shittio. So, basically, this movie is literally just Rue playing with a heffalump. Oh. I mean, do, tell me what the plot is. Uh, the heffalump is alone, <laughs> and he wanted to know if he had another heffalump. So, and then there was like, no, wait, no, no, You're no. thinking about the Tigger movie. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, no, wait, hold on. What happened? The Heffalump it... definitely had a parent, I remember. He had a like... parent, and, oh, peop weren't people scared of the Heffalump because they thought it was this yeah. big, scary thing, but it was just this adorable little little elephant thing? Yeah, there's, there's problems with this. I mean, in the original Winnie the Pooh, the Heffalump's supposed to be Tigger accidentally calling an elephants and weasels Heffalumps and Woozles because he's an idiot. Oh, yeah. But randomly, they made a heffalump an actual character, oh. which, like, to it's, me, it pisses me off. It's like, uh, like, Snuffleupagus. What do you mean? Like, how, like, that was just supposed to be part of his imagination. And then they changed it? Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't fucking make any sense, because it was supposed to be, he said the words, and then, of course, because Pooh ends up having those, like, like uh, acid dreams oh. about the heffalumps and woozles are very confusal, you know? Yeah, that's what happens when you eat too much carb carbohydrates. Honey's considered carbs? Yes, it's sugar. It's all sugar. No, I just thought it was honey. Oh, Honey's natural. Yeah, but it's still carbohydrate <laughs> So, freaking, yeah, it's like this whole thing. They're all racist against this heffalump, and they're scared of it. But Rue's like, no, don't be racist. Get along. And then, like, Rue and this heffalump, who's played by a little British boy, Aww. like, just play for a really long time. 
and that's the movie. I don't remember anything else. Do you? No. But they were like, playing, and then like I guess people got over their racism. That's what it was about. It was about accepting people and their their diversity. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought this movie was stupid. I saw it with you, and that was fun, but I didn't think it was good. Yeah, it wasn't good, but it was kind of cute. Because you like the little British have Yes, I like the little British. Oh, I'm a little British boy. I mean, I saw this in the theaters with you, and, you know, it was fine. I wasn't, like, upset about it at the time. But you were like, yeah, this is so good. I'll tell you, I didn't buy the DVD afterwards. Oh. And that's saying something, because I usually have all the Disney DVDs. Sure, you do. Yeah. So there's not much I have to say about this. It was, uh, to me, it was another lame, no character driven story. It was typical 2000s. Typical 2000s. That should be our new saying. Yes. So let's go to the next one. And this is what people think is probably the worst Disney movie ever made. I think Home on the Range is the worst Disney movie ever made. Mm. This is the one that everyone else thinks is the worst Disney movie ever made. And this is right down there. And that's Chicken Little. It was pretty bad. They had cute glasses, though. It was cool. Well, this was like the beginning of that whole 3D thing. I I don't remember if Nightmare was before or after is. I think it was actually after. But, um... The whole 3D movie started with Avatar and, you know, and, and went on to be all the Disney movies. And they started doing that real D. Yeah, 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 that became like a thing. Yeah, and the good thing about the Chicken Little is they had those awesome fucking glasses that were looked like Chicken Little's, like, I don't know. His, his glasses. His glasses, yeah. yeah. And then in the next ones, they, they all had themed glasses. I think a couple of them had themed glasses and they stopped doing it. Yeah. And then it just became the regular real D glasses that looked Blech. the same. Um. So, what is Chicken Little about? Chick, this neurotic chicken played by Zach Braff, who uh, thinks that the sky is falling or something. Right. And so he's just like some neurotic Jewish guy. Right. And um, what ends up happening? You know, the sky is the sky actually falling? No, I don't remember. Was it falling? I don't remember. It was aliens. Oh, shit. This is a problem we've had in many movies that uh, of recent times where the... It's just, no, it's aliens. What? Why is it aliens? You know, the, the fucking original Chicken Little, like, not the original story, but the original Disney one, is about, like, the war. The whole thing is about not fucking crying wolf, basically, and, you know, yeah. it's just, it makes no fucking sense. This fucking... Aliens? No one believes him that the fucking sky is falling, and then it turns out he was actually right, and it's aliens. Oh, God. Throwing shit at them or whatever. Oh. So, I mean, I don't know. For me, this movie was just... The worst. It it was really bad. Um, Apparently, though, this broke the Lion King's box office record, became the highest grossing animated feature in history at the time. Wait. What? No, that was Finding Nemo. But that's Pixar. Uh, But you were saying that... Yeah, I thought you were saying that about uh, the other... I, I was. I was joking. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> My point is, Finding Nemo was doing so well, and then fucking Chicken Little came around and was like, look at me, I'm even, I'm worse than anything that we've done before. <laughs> oh, God. Um, no, so basically, like, Disney got scared, as we've talked about earlier, and started doing this whole CGI stuff because they're like, oh, look, all the CGI movies are doing well. Mm. And so they just added a bunch, just like in DreamWorks fashion, a bunch of pop songs. Oh. Remember the end of the world as you know it was in this movie? Oh, was it? Well, but then they didn't freaking like put put two princes and freaking uh, Pooh's have no. a movie. What the fuck? But they had this shit. It, it, I mean, look, Bullshit. this movie was just, I mean, it was stupid. The characters were even worse. Mm. I mean, you know, they had the normal, the turkey lurkey. 
We're done, uh, Knots. Uh, well, I know. <laughs> I hope this wasn't his last movie. Was it, it his I last movie? I think it movie? was his last movie. Oh, yeah. man, so sad. Yeah, I know. They had Foxy Loxy played by Amy Sedaris. Mm. You know, then they had, like, characters named Runt of the Litter, Fish Out of Water. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, then you had Abby Mallard, who was, like, I, I guess the ugly duckling. It was the mo- it was literally the ugliest character. Remember the plush was it plush or was it the 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 PVCs? Remember how ugly and scary they looked? Yeah, they were pretty scary looking. Are you out of this now? You're no, no, talking? no. I'm looking to see if Turkey looks like. Oh yeah, annoying. like I don't remember what Abby Mallard looked like though. She was horrible looking. You hated her. I mean, no, didn't they have a walk around character who was horrendous and we couldn't look at her? Did her. they have one of her? I don't remember. I know they did. It was horrible. Of course, she's gone now because nobody yeah. cared about that movie. Mm. But it's just you know, something about this movie. It's just all over the place. Yeah. Well, fortunately, I don't know if fortunately or unfortunately, uh, Don Knotts did more stuff after that. Actually, no, that was his last movie. Thank you. Oh, God, that's so upsetting. Why wouldn't you believe me when I said that? Oh, yeah, he did only video shorts, and he was like the landlord in the, that 70s show for one episode. Which was meaning they were just making fun of... Uh... Mr. Furley. Yeah, basically. Oh, my God, that's so sad. His last movie was Chicken Little. <laughs> oh, poor Don Knotts. Yeah, I know. Well, he'll live on as Mr. Furley. I know. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, well. But the, the, the Nobody mo- will. Nobody will. But yeah. the, the, the movie itself is all over the place. Like, yeah. it's just a whole bunch of weird shit, and then it's like the movie's over, and I'm just like, Ugh, stop it. Yeah, I know. That was pretty bad. Yeah. The glasses were cool. The glasses were cool. Um, I don't know. I, I th- think about. I mean, okay. So the anime. I just want to talk about the animation real quick about this. Yeah. It was ugly. Yeah, right? it wasn't very good. Remember how weird and plastic everything looked. It was I just know. like I remember going. Why is Disney doing what Pixar does best? Why is Disney doing the thing that Pixar does? I know. Oh, I just remembered what the plush looked like. I just like it was in my head. I think we had Chicken Little plush. Mm-hmm. And they were cute, and they had that that orange thing or something like that, whatever it was. I don't know. I don't know what it was so well. <laughs> yeah. Well, in the end, this movie, although did so, some good things, it, it was really destroying what Disney was because this was the yeah. first CG movie, and there's no, I mean, it, it didn't need to happen. Yeah. It, in the end, this movie was really a, a test run. Yeah. Freaking is just like, well, let's just try this new technology out and see what this looks like. Well, no, it was actually a test run to see if Disney could survive in the CG world without Pixar. Because at the time, remember, negotiations were going on. Oh, shoot. And and Disney was about to let Pixar go completely from their, you know, their clutches, basically. That would have been like the biggest mistake ever. <laughs> Can you imagine letting Pixar go? Like, yeah. why would they do that? Because they, want, they wanted a shitload more money than Disney was offering, and, and then they didn't want to partner with them anymore. And But they made all this money now because, like, you know, they, they, they were smart and decided to partner with them. Exactly. Chicken Little basically showed Eisner and all them, hey, you cannot do this without the help of John Lasseter. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and so they bought, you know, um, Pixar, and, hey, it's been doing better since then, I suppose, but, you know. Yeah. Ugh. God, chicken little. So, so then came the wild. The wild. <laughs> Freaking, I have like forgotten that this movie even existed. Me too. I remember we were watching something, and I don't remember what it was that popped it into my head. But I remember turning to you and going, "Do did we see a movie that was like Madagascar, but it was a Disney movie?" 
And you're like, well, I would remember it. It's a Disney movie. I know all the Disney movies. I'm like, yeah, so do I. But I could have sworn we saw a movie that was just like Madagascar. And we were sitting there, and, and then I think you were like, wait, wasn't it called The Wild? <laughs> oh, God. I don't even think I, like, knew that. I think I had to Google it oh, or yeah. something like that. <laughs> it was crazy. And fucking, like, yeah, The Wild was Madagascar. But here's the little thing behind that. Um, you see, Madagascar was actually a Disney idea originally. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because of uh, Jeffrey Katzenberg, he probably, like, he ran off. He got fired, right? Well, yeah. So Katzenberg left with the idea of Madagascar. And as Disney was in the middle of producing it, fucking Katzenberg was rushing it. And so they ended up making Madagascar before Disney made Madagascar. Hmm. And so Disney's like, fuck! That was our idea! What the fuck are we going to do? So they ended up making The Wild, which was just a revamped version of Madagascar, which actually already existed. And it sucked! Yeah, it was really bad. Wasn't like, uh, wait, Donald Sutherland in it or something? Or Kiefer no, Sutherland was no, in Kiefer it. No, Kiefer Sutherland. He I played think. the dad, right? Yeah, I think so. It was like Bufasa. It was a real, I don't even remember. I honestly don't remember anything about it. I don't. They were like at the zoo or something. Yeah, and then they left. It was the same story as Madagascar, but I, I don't remember how it played out. I just remember the son and the father having like a moment, like one of them was going to kill the other one or something was happening. It was fucking weird. God. I, I, I couldn't stand it. I'm, I don't even want to talk about it anymore. Yeah, it was the worst. <laughs> so um, next was Meet the Robinsons. And you know what? I fucking liked Meet the Robinsons. It was another bland CG comedy, though. Yeah, it was okay. Uh, Bert Selleck was in it, right? No, Bert Selleck. Did I say Bert Selleck? Bernard Reynolds or Tom Selleck? Tom Selleck was in it. Tom Selleck. <laughs> Bert Selleck. But both of them mustaches. Bert Selleck. <laughs> <laughs> it's because they burnt so it's because of the mustaches i got the i, I just combined both mustachioed that's, men that's fucking great um tom Selleck was in it yes as a joke they talked about tom Selleck a bunch of times but yeah. i don't know i mean look the thing about the meet the robinses was it had a great story like in terms of like uh t- storytelling the twists and turns and an actual good story, plus the animation of the future, it was clearly representative of Tomorrowland. Yeah. The real Tomorrowland from, from Disneyland and stuff like that, where, where it's like the, the idea of, of the – sorry, the, the idea in the 50s of the future. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like the future that the 1950s thought would exist. Yeah. And that's what this movie was. And it, it had the song Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow redid by uh, They Might Be Giants. You know, I, I thought it was good. I thought it had a lot of good humor in it. I thought that the humor was more to today's audience rather than where Home on the Range was like, huh? That was like, hey, fart jokes. This is for four-year-olds. Yeah. Whereas that's not what Disney's about. But what do you, I mean, what did you think about the movie? Uh, I mean, I, I thought that it was, it was all right. It was like, uh, it was, it was cute. Um, you know, it had some heart in it, which was nice. Uh, it wasn't that great, but it was bad. I didn't think it was bad. It wasn't like Treasure Planet or Atlantis. Yeah. Well, I mean, I liked Will Robinson. I thought he was a, a good character, although very oddly named after the uh, character in Lost in Space. Yeah. Um, but I liked him. I thought he was. I thought he was good. Um, I loved the bowler hat guy. I thought that he had this weird, like, this weird, a- like, attitude. Just, just a, a different kind of villain. He wasn't your normal villain. Yeah. He he was always, you know, he was always getting foiled like Gargamel. But he, he had an attitude that was just, like, so pathetic. Yeah. You, you gotta love this motherfucker. Yeah. 
And who knew that, you know, what the, you know when it came to the, the plot twist? Yeah, it was very twisty. I it liked was it. Great fucking ending. It was a great fu- I mean, just the movie in general, I thought was done very well. I the animation itself was a little meh in terms of the characters. Like they hated the hair. Oh, that hair bothered me. Yeah, the hair was pretty stupid. You know, it was like plastic. Yeah, it was plastic. Was, they they weren't Oh, I mean, it was 10 years ago, so they didn't know how to do animation yet 9 years ago. Uh, Pixar did. Yeah, well, they were ahead of its time. They were well, ahead of their time. Yeah, so, I mean, that was that. But in terms of, uh, I don't know. I mean, Rufus Wainwright did the music, which was a lot better than, you know, fucking throwing just randomly wannabe into Chicken Little. Oh, yeah. You want to be something? You want to be one? You no, wanna... you're thinking about You Gotta Be by Desiree. Oh, God. I'm, I'm talking not... about If You Want to Be My Lover. That's a song. Oh, yeah. That was in Chicken Little, by the way. Was it? They sang oh. it in like their karaoke. It was horrible. Yeah, that's horrible. Ugh, I remember shaking my head constantly in that fucking oh, movie, going, gosh. "Oh, not again!" Yeah. But I did like Meet the Robinsons, and the 3D was great. Yeah, like that was like really like the movie was made for 3D. Yeah. So I, I liked it, just the, the depth of field and everything. Um, a very, a very for me, a very good movie. I get why people don't like it. I, it was, it was all, the whole middle part was jumbled. Like, mm. remember how fast paced it was? Yeah. I loved when he told he like recapped the story because it was clearly confusing. Yeah. So he's like, okay, this is my mom. This is my dad. This is this. This is that. Any questions? Yeah. So I liked it. Um, I liked it. Anything else about that movie? Yeah, Bert Selleck. So the next movie, and uh, I, well, let me. Let me just say the next the next movie, and then there's two more. But the the next the two movies after that, I didn't see. So we're not going to talk about Bolt, and we're not going to talk about the Princess and the Frog. And I know, I know, you didn't see the Princess and the Frog. You were the one who's complaining about not having 2D animation. I own Princess and the Frog. I saw the first 20 minutes. I enjoyed it immensely, but I never got to finish it. S- fucking sue me. I'm going to finish it, so don't worry about it. I don't know why. It's like one of the movies that I should be seeing. Bolt I could give a shit about. But yeah. Prince of the Frog looks great. I know a lot of people don't like it for whatever reason. They think it's boring. I like the music so far, and I, I like what I've heard, and I like the songs that I've heard, and yeah. I've heard all the songs from it. So I think it's going to be great. Yeah, it so, will be. Yeah. Um, I will watch it. I know it's, it's, it's taking you so long. It's over six years. Fuck you. Just fuck you. I'm going to talk about the last movie that came out. And this isn't even a fully animated movie, but it's something we have to fucking talk about because it's based on every fucking animated movie. It's Enchanted. <laughs> oh, yeah. You remember we, there was like filming in Times Square and we walked by it when yes. they were like filming it. They were filming the, the manhole scene or whatever, like where she popped out of the manhole. Yeah, and I was like, what the fuck is this? Who's this bitch? Yeah, we didn't know who Amy Adams was at the time. No, we're like, what the hell's going on? And why, <laughs> what is this like hoopla in Times Square right now? Seriously. Besides the normal hoopla. Yeah. 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 It was, um, I, okay, so Enchanted like surprised the fuck out of me. This, even though, again, it was a live action and live action movies were doing great. At the time, remember? Yeah, they were, yeah. Because you had all the Pirates movies were coming out. I mean, it was destroying fucking Country Bears and all that other shit. Oh, God, Country Bears. And fucking Enchanted came out. And yes, it was live action, but it had animation. It was based on animation. The whole thing centered around this animation of Andalusia, right? Is that what it was, or Andalasia? Andalusia, Andalasia. I don't know. They, They didn't even know what it was pronounced. I think it was Andalasia. Was it? Yeah, but it starts out just completely ripping off every Disney movie. Yeah, like with the animals, like the little like forest friends and stuff. <laughs> exactly, it had the whole Cinderella plot mixed with the Snow White plot. You know, like when the the prince is like, 
he just met her and he's like, I want to marry you. And she's like, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, it, was, it was just, it was just so fucking funny. And, and then, you know, she ends up getting sucked into New York City and it becomes live action. Now, the reason I want to talk about it is because this was when the movie started getting better. Like, the 2000s were really shitty, but this movie, which came out in 2007, I, I, I thought it was good. Yeah, it was pretty good. I, I, I liked it. Yeah, I mean, fucking, it was just, it was a little bit of every fucking movie. And, and then all they did throughout the whole thing was slowly make fun of the, the tropes. So you had like, oh, it's the princess and she's, she falls in love in one day. But the second she comes into the real world, it shows everybody, eh, the real world's not like that. Yeah. We go on dates. We fuck before we, before we get married. Yeah. You know, well, most of us do. We fuck because how the hell else are you supposed to know if you're going to be able to live with that? Imagine like not fucking somebody and marrying them and then finding out how horrible they are in bed. Yeah, that sucks. I'd kill myself. What's the point? Yeah, you got to be sexually compatible with somebody. That's true. Well, I mean, you know, there's like there was probably fucking going on. Oh yeah, Giselle definitely was fucking um, that guy from Grey's Anatomy. Oh yeah. What was his name again? McDreamy. What was it really? His name Patrick Dempsey. Oh yeah, Dempsey. So they were definitely fucking. It was on screen too. They just they, they cut it out. Yeah, they blurred it. Yeah. All the naughty bits. Yeah, except for the one ball that popped out for a second. Yeah, just just one ball. Just one ball. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, but I, I thought that it was done very well, except for the fact that there was that bumbling guy who was very, well, he was bumbly as a cartoon character. And then when he showed up again, like later as a human, he wasn't bumbling anymore. He was, was evil. That was really annoying that he didn't bumble. That made me pissed. I know. He was so bumbly when he was an animated character. <sighs> and then he didn't bumble. No bumbling. Ugh. There should have been plenty of bumbling. Asshole. Acting wise, I thought fucking, um, what's his name? Uh, the brother. Marsden. Marsden. Yeah. Which one, James or Jason? James, right? James. James. Okay, sorry. James Marsden was so fucking funny, and he played it perfectly as animated and as live action. He was so fucking funny. Yeah, he was. He was very just, funny. Just great. Adina Menzel. Did not sing. Did not sing. Why? They were saving it for Frozen. <laughs> but they didn't know that she was going to be in Frozen yet. They oh. thought she was going to be... Wasn't wasn't she supposed to be in uh, uh, um, Tangled as no, well? No, that was... Kristen Chenoweth, I know. But didn't Adina also get... She, like called up for that role too and didn't get it. She would. Uh, I think they both did. I really do. And then they just gave it to Mandy Moore. Yeah. <laughs> which is like ridiculous. How do you choose her? I don't know. Um, I don't know. Either way, I can't believe that she didn't fucking sing, especially when there were songs that could have been sung in 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 you know she could have sang in any of those songs and she didn't. Or she could have had her own. No, they were just like you know that maybe they wrote like uh, Frozen for her. Because they were upset that they didn't have her as they're Giselle. Like, they're like, WTF, why the hell didn't we have her sing? Now, do you think if Adina Menzel played Giselle and Amy Adams played the girlfriend of Patrick Dempsey, do you think that would have been better? No, I don't think that Adina like, could play that role. She's too, like, she's too big, I think, for that role. You think she's fat? No. <laughs> I mean, like, I think that she's just too, like, you know, her voice is too big. I know what you meant. I was just joking. Yeah. I thought you meant her big ass that she shows in Rent. Oh, yeah. She shows her ass in Rent. And in the movie Rent. And in the movie Rent. And it's very big in the movie Rent. It's like take the whole screen. Yeah, like a third has, of the screen. She's like a size two. But her ass is the size of the screen. Well, because it's Hollywood and everybody it, looks bigger on they, camera. They just zoomed in on her butt crack. Yes, that's exactly what they did. <laughs> but in this movie, there's no butt crack, only naughty bits. Yeah, only naughty bits. Only the penis and the vagina. Yeah, um, and the one ball. And the one ball, of course. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, it was a good movie. I liked it a lot. I, I mean, obviously, it wasn't like gonna win Academy Awards. Oh wait, did it? I don't know. <laughs> did it? I was I was hoping that you would just go. Yes, it did. I think it won. Did it? Um, what did it, what would it win for? It's music, I guess, right? Did it? How do you know? Yeah, didn't it win for that shitty song? Yes, didn't it win the Oscar for that really bad song that I was like... Oh, God, just once or whatever. I don't know. Because I said to you, wait, what... Because didn't I say to you, what is the song that, that's nominated and then it won? <laughs> what the fuck oh, is it? Oh, so close. It was nominated, but it didn't win. Oh, so what won that it year? Was, damn, it was nominated for, by, for three songs. But it, it didn't was, win any of them. Oh, wait, 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 wait. What one for the... I don't know. I'm just looking at this. What one? Yeah, the, the, the first best song of that year. I don't know. I can't... I don't know what year. Oh, 2008. 2007, isn't it? No, well, it was 2007, but 2008 was when. Like, oh. Like, I was like, a chance it has to win because it's nominated for three songs. What the, yeah, how they could like, lose? And then, yeah, and then it lost. To something stupid, I think. It was once. Fucking once. And I hate that movie. Na, 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 na. Ugh. Fucking terrible. Well, freaking! I can't believe freaking like Enchanted like freaking had three songs and they lost to once. I, I can't imagine. I mean, and they were good. Oh. oh, I mean, I don't know what was nominated, but I mean, the work song wasn't amazing. But the how 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 does she know was a great song. Uh, how that's how you know. That's how you know. Rather, and, how do you know that she loves you? Freaking so you love close. her. <laughs> and there's a song from a uh, freaking August Rush that got nominated. Uh, let's not talk about August Rush. Freaking once like one. Well, once might as well be August Rush, the whole guitar shit. Anyway, um, so that's it. Again, Bolt I didn't see, and I have nothing to say about it. Said, oh my god, I'm a dog, you know. I'm a dog. No, yeah. no, he's not Italian. I mean, he is, oh but not that god, kind of dog. I'm a dog. That's the wrong Italian. That's like uh, the t- Italy. We're talking about. Hey. Hey. I'm John Travolta. I'm John. Travolta. Look at me. It's Sandy. Sandy. Oh God! Why am I why am I holding Saul Rosenberg? I, I don't know why you're Saul Rosenberg. <laughs> oh man! Thanks for joining us today. I hope you had a good time fucking complaining about movies of the 2000s. Um, I, I'm sorry I didn't mention Bolter fucking the other one, fucking Prince of the Frog, but yeah, I didn't see it. So. Yeah, we didn't see it. We'll yeah. watch him and then we'll talk. We about will, it. we will. Just not next week. Eventually. Um, hopefully next week we'll have some some good shit for you. Please rate us and review us on iTunes. If you do, we get fucking notoriety and we need that shit because we need to bring you stuff. We want to get a better website and all that other shit. And we can't do it unless we get money. We also have a, don- a donate button on there. So if any of you are dentists and don't know what to do with your money, please give it to us. Yes, please. Thank you. Thank you. We just need some stuff to get like a better website and pay for bandwidth and shit like that. So keep sending in the hate mail and shit. We fucking love it. Keep complaining about the music. That's great. <laughs> or or liking the music that we play at the end. I was actually really, really wanted to play the Thanksgiving song again at the end of this episode. Just to piss everybody yes. off. Yes. Oh, oh, oh. It's Thanksgiving. We, we, we are going to have a good time with the turkey. Turkey lurkey. R.I.P. Uh, Don Nuts. Hey, mashed potatoes. Hey. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thanks for listening. Thank you. <laughs> Is there anything else? Oh, we're on Stitcher. We're everywhere. Go to our website, mouserants.wix.com slash mouserants. Check out our hate mail. Please send us more because we love reading it on fucking the show for you. And I'm assuming you want to hear it. 
Hell yeah, who doesn't want to hear hate mail, bitches? Yeah. Um, I might post a picture of Simone later. <laughs> naked. What? Well, I might. Stupid. Well, you shouldn't be doing the fucking podcast naked then. Not naked. Oh. All right. Well, either way, we're gonna, one day, one of these days, we're going to take a picture of ourselves fucking podcasting and, uh, and uh, Simone hates showing her face because she's a dumb bitch. But fucking, <laughs> I'm going to try to get a good I'm picture. camera shy. Camera shy my ass. You were, in, you were in a porn. What? With Evan Stone and oh. Emma Stone. And Emma Swan. <laughs> and Miss Swan. <laughs> oh, well, that wouldn't be that bad. Alex Borstein, she's got a pretty face. She does, and she's Jewish. Yeah. And Mrs. Um, Doubtfire. <laughs> Doubtfire. I don't know. That's a terrible orgy. I know. Just throw Tyler Perry in there, too, for another uh, swim. Okay. All right. Swim. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Just throw Tyler Perry in there, Okay, too. we'll throw, throw Tyler Perry in And the in entire there. fucking ball in, in uh, Illuminations. Oh, yeah, the entire the ball. Yeah, and then the one ball that was in Enchanted. And the one ball for, of, of uh, Idina Menzel's. Adina Menzel's one ball. Yes, yeah, she has okay. one ball. Yes, one ball. But she cut it off. Okay, that's good. It was like a weird growth. It was okay. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. That's fine. Okay. I hope you guys have a good week. I hope you guys had a happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Th- no. And <laughs> we'll see you later. Laters. Later, fuckers! Did it say Queen Amidala slash Padme? I don't know. It ruined everything. Before the movie came out, they were selling the merch. I was so excited. I went to go see the merch. I was like, yes, I'm going to go see the new Star Wars merch before it comes out. Yay! And I went over to the Star Wars merch, and I'm like, okay, what's going on here? We got some, uh, ooh, look, this is the new whatever. And then it said Queen Amidala slash Padme. And I was like, well, I don't understand why it's the same person. And then when I, start, when I saw the movie... You know, before the big reveal that Padme and Queen Amidala are the same person, I started going, fuck. 
because it was Natalie. It was clearly Natalie Portman in the Queen Amidala slash Padme thing. Wait, wasn't Kira Knightley? Uh... Kira Knightley played the the decoy. So, oh, uh, I don't remember. Wait, so she wasn't actually like Queen Amidala. She played Queen Amidala, the decoy. Like when Queen Amidala spoke, when she was in all that makeup and shit. Yeah. That was Kira Knightley. Uh, While Natalie Portman was playing Padme the Handmaiden, but she was really Queen Amidala. Uh, so when you see Queen Amidala slash Padme, then you find out, fuck, it's not the same person. I mean, it's the same person. Uh, so like when she's like, when, when they're talking about her in front of her, like they're, when they're on Tatooine and they're like, um, he's saying, oh, well, the queen doesn't have to know about it. You know, and then she's, and she was like, oh, cool. no, she goes, she goes, the queen wouldn't be happy. And he's like, the queen doesn't have to know about it. And then she goes, well, I'm not happy. I, I, I got it already. It sucked. Oh, <laughs> well, that sucks. Yeah. Fucking merchandising stinks. Stupid merchandising. They stink. <laughs> yeah.